The following is a world-class Bullshitters exclusive. Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight is the one, the only, Dion Green. Baby, baby, boys and girls, children of all ages, hey, hey, smoke weed every day. And I'm the first person to write that because I'm brave and very powerful. <laughs> you know, folks, I would like to rephrase our introduction and say, ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Jeff Hicks. And with me tonight is the first rapper in history, Dion Green. That's right. That's right. I save lives. I write bars and I bed wives. That's what I do. I'm the first one to ever come up with that line. I'm the originator. That's me. Trust me. Don't look it up. I got an idea for a song. It would be about rolling down the street and smoking endo. We'll talk later too. I got. I feel like you could. Yeah, I'm, really I have another one. Genre. I have another one. You know, what I'm saying. You know, and this is. I've been saving this one. Gin and juice. <laughs> Don't. That's mine. I came up with that shit. Jesus. <laughs> oh my god. Now, folks, we have another world fucking announcement to make tonight say hello to the first samoan in history nick utam thank you jeff i'm glad to be here on the on the world's first podcast ever in the history of the world um it's 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 really wonderful and it's it's, a, it's an honor especially on our very first episode ever in the world uh it's really good to be here folks welcome to day one of planet earth i know this is kind of scary and new but we're getting through a lot of the the growing pains quickly. You know, we had our first sunset. We had our first gust of wind. We just had our first action movie with a female lead called The Hunger Games. The world is so exciting because it's so yeah. brand new. Oh my God, we're gonna have so much fun tonight, folks. Now, if you're wondering where Kendo is, he'll be joining us in a little bit. Coach Kendo had a couple responsibilities he had to attend to before the show, but he'll be here and we will get on with the show as normal. So folks, uh, before we start, let's give a shout out to everyone here because, yeah, we are the world-class bullshitters, but we do it for you guys. We do it because we love to do it. So let's give a shout out to the people that make it possible, like Batman Well. We have our friend Joseph Bienowicz. Hail to Xavier to God. Hello to SH Rebels 08, Dr. Coffinales, Garth Vader, Alexander the Great, Senile Yeti. What a great name. Uh, we also have Monster Zero One, Cannon Beltran, Zach Z. What up, Zach Z? Monster Zero One, and a whole lot more. So, folks... If I keep doing this, that'll be the entire show. We'll save it for a good morning pop culture. But let's start tonight's episode. This is episode 335. And as you know, every episode of World Class Bullshit is sponsored by nobody. Actually, folks, this episode of WCBS is brought to you by us. Click one of the links in the description below. Go to shopwcbs.com. Get yourself a shirt this holiday season. And if you're feeling like you really want to treat yourself, go to titsandart.com and get yourself a copy of the best coffee table book available this year. Folks, the books are on their way to me. I'll have them in a few days, and then you know what's next. So be on the lookout for that. Go to titsnart.com right now, and I'll be sharing all sorts of images over social media when I have these bad boys. So yeah, crack a beer and get ready, folks, because I'm celebrating. You'll be celebrating in the coming days. Now, guys, since this is the first YouTube channel and the first yep. podcast in history, yep. what do we do? Like, we're, tr we're blazing some trails, so how do we do this? Do we... Do we give recipes? Should I tell you like my grandma's recipe for spaghetti sauce or something? That's, I don't know. Maybe, that's maybe we, we should do, right? maybe, maybe, maybe we should do unboxing or show everybody our haul yep. from Walmart or something. I don't know. Ooh, we'll do makeup tutorials. 
<laughs> All right, Dion. Um, are you gonna use that to like bring in your cheeks and shit like that, and really like layer it? Listen, what you're I'm gonna me. make these layers pop, bitch. <laughs> Or, 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 or since, you know, we're all 30 and, you know, over 30, we could all do shitty dances like, you know, kids are supposed to. And to, oh, yeah. you know, songs, that's yep. the songs that we didn't know nothing about. That could, that I could happen to too. Floss, as if I'm flossing a piece of cloth through my crotch. <laughs> hey, Dion, to come up with it. With your makeup tutorial, could you turn yourself into this guy? <laughs> you mean you mean you mean you mean Telk from uh from Stargate SG one? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm not gonna tell you what I Googled to figure out to get this image. Um no 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 no, no 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 you have to tell well, me because I mean because I mean you can. I mean we're not gonna judge. No 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 you really have to tell me because I have no idea how you got how you got that image because you don't you you know nothing about the show. How did you get that image? <laughs> I googled black guy Stargate because I know the character. <laughs> I knew exactly what I was looking for. Okay, I was like, I was like, wait a second. Jeff doesn't know about the show, nor does he know who the guy is. I'm like, how did you Google this? Like, what what words did you put in to fucking get this? He's that. He's just the weird looking black dude with the thing on his head. Like, I've always thought this guy was bizarre looking. Sorry, Christopher Judge. No offense, but sir, he's a, he's a, he he's looks a like bald, an alien. He's a bald black guy. I don't I don't see how that's like rare. It's honestly, it's the lower half of his face. He's very unique looking. <laughs> like Tilda Swinton. <laughs> yeah. Except Fair less light. Oh, God. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, by the way, that is a wonderful show. Uh, you should definitely watch it. I will give it a shot. Uh, how's my mic sounding? Is that a little better? Yeah. You, you, yeah your, your high end was, uh, was, um, was clipping bad. Oh, okay. Just tell me when that happens. I'll fix it right away. Um, we good now? Yep, it should be a little bit more. Good. A little bit more, actually, just a tad. Oh, can't tan? I turn it down more? Shit! All right, let's see. How's that? Better. Yeah. Much better. Oh yeah. There we go. All right, folks. Now it's gonna sound normal. Uh, thank you, Streamyard, for always changing the settings every week. Now, folks, when this was back in the day when we were on Google Hangouts, this was the easiest thing in the world. Google Hangouts, type in your thing, you're live. But then you're forgetting. Got rid of it. Okay, well, I mean, you're forgetting Skype, but okay. Oh yeah. Well, a lot of the people listening today probably didn't listen back when we were recording our episodes on Skype. Were you listening back then, Nick? Sure. I wasn't. Why not? I've never heard one of our episodes. Look, this is the first episode of the show. So how the hell can we have had previous episodes? Exactly. First episode. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, join us tonight. We're going to have a very special segment about the first women in history, and it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, it's something we've never done before, so uh, join us. Now, let's take this to some seriousness for a moment, and let's talk about a couple things like we always do. First off, folks, if you want to help support the channel, go to patreon.com slash worldclassbs. That's where our archive of awesome back content is, and we're going to be putting up more stuff in the new year. The guys and I have some plans, we have some ideas, and we have some things we're going to execute for the channel this year. And one of those things is coming up in a couple weeks. So we will make that big announcement probably on Tuesday. But uh, the guys know what it is. Some people out there in the world know what it is. But we wanted to give back this year and do something a little different because the world's been good to us and the world needs more positivity. So WCBS wanted to do something uh, good. And we figure, well, the holidays are the perfect time. So be on the lookout for that, folks. We'll make that announcement, like I said, probably on Tuesday. Other housekeeping, be on the lookout. We have 
Next month, we have the Royal Rumble live stream, which is going to be a big party because that's the road to WrestleMania. That'll be here in L.A. You'll be able to hang out with us. Come to WrestleMania. Come to the fan meetups. We'll probably rent a bar like we did last time. We'll tear it up. It's a, it's a fun city to do all kinds of fun shit in. We'll take you to some film locations. We'll do it upright. WCBS. It'll be the best one since Chicago because it's the first one since Chicago. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're all caught up on the housekeeping. We're all caught up on... Um, checking in with each other because this is the first episode of the show and so i guess right. this is the point where i read these sports results from gray sports almanac so let's go back to <laughs> 1955 november 12th ah ucla well folks we're not allowed to give those results out we can get in trouble here on the channel but <laughs> oh man so, guys, episode 335 is tonight. We're going to be talking about Jennifer Lawrence. We're going to be talking about The Rock. We're going to be talking about the DC abandoning the Snyderverse and a whole lot more. But before we do that, two things. We would need you guys to hit the thumbs up button to let us know that you're enjoying the t tonight's episode and to let YouTube know that. And it's time for the word of the day. So this comes from a super chat from our friend Shrebbles08. Thank you very much for all your super chat, Shrebbles08. But specifically this one, because the word of the day is wiener. Cyber wiener. Wrecked Hole, The Wiener's Dare, Inglorious Wiener 2, Red Rocket Foil, and <laughs> There Will Be Wiener. So, folks, send your uh, wiener titles in tonight. We had some of these on the High Council, but uh, I guess SH Rebels 08 liked it so much that they wanted to hear the WCBS take on all the wiener titles. So, Kendo will be here in a moment, but I will just say this for him. Hot Tub Wiener Machine. How's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, also, yeah. Also, follow us on uh, on Twitter. Um, we are we are at the world class BS on Twitter. Make sure you're retweeting our stuff because um, um, that place is still you know <laughs> in in the wild west now. So you may as well still retweet us. I think the algorithm is finally working the way it's supposed to. Yeah. Oh, I guess we should make this announcement too. Even though this is our first episode, folks, we crossed another milestone. We're at 174,000 subscribers, so thank you to everyone who's new. Thank you to everyone who's supported us for all these years and helped us grow and helped us get to that number. We're coming for you, 200,000, then three, four, five. We have a limit. We're going to stop at 10 million, and then we're done. We don't need, we're not, we're not PewDiePie, we're not Mr. Beast. Those guys are fine. Mr. Beast, I tried your cheeseburger. Get a better bun, bro. Like seriously, from <laughs> one food guy to the other. I your 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 YouTube channel's cool. I respect the hustle and all the things you got, but you really gotta get a better bun because the bun to burger ratio is unforgivable and I haven't eaten your burger since. So if you could fix that and get a thinner bun, same brioche or whatever you use, same quality, just a little thinner. It's too dense, man. Can't enjoy the burger. Other than that, you're cool in my book. Now PewDiePie, does he even make content anymore? I don't know, man. I yeah, I think either. it's kind of randomly. I th and I think he still does, you know, uh, streams and shit. Well, um, good luck. I don't, like I said, I've never really watched his content, so I can't make any kind of jokes about it. Like, hey, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, we weren't jokes. the target audience. <laughs> yeah, no, we weren't. I know. I know him. Him and T series were like, you know, in battle for supremacy there for a bit. It's kind of funny. So is Wiener Fiction, according to John Riley. <laughs> um, thank you, Clone Geek. Uh, folks, if you want to hear my food critiques, follow me on my personal Instagram, where I post all the art, I'll post toy stuff, and I'll post food stuff. 
I like I have to eat, so I comment on it. I like you to collect, just, so I comment on it. You should just make real you should just make reels on there of just of just you like, you know, commenting about food. That's all it should be. Man, you see this fucking donut? Fuck this donut. It's ugly. Don't eat this fucking donut. That's the real. <laughs> oh man. Now uh folks, we have a game we're gonna be playing tonight, Beyond Word of the Day. So be on the lookout for that in a little bit. Now, guys, we should talk about something that we've covered in the past before. Dion, I'm excited for you to hear or to talk about this because mm. you and I have been fans of movies, specifically genre movies, for a long time. I'd yes. say you and I have been comic book movie fans since Batman 89 came out. Even though you weren't yep. born yet, you were in the womb, I'll call you a right. fan. I was only a few months old. I hadn't. I didn't even know what a movie was. I liked Batman 89 back then. That's how big of a fan I was. But Damn right. we've lived through the ups and the downs of DC films. We've had the, the Nolan films, and we've yep. had the Snyderverse. And the Snyderverse has sucked. I'm tired of acting like it's good. I like Henry Cavill as Superman. Fuck almost everything else that came from that universe. Ben Affleck was good. Gal Gadot was good. Ezra Miller sucked. Jason Momoa was great. I can't really shit on him either. I, I, I gotta remember who I'm gonna throw under the bus. Because the Snyderverse is thankfully possibly going away yep and i'm fucking happy about that now wonder woman 3 is essentially canceled now for those out there that missed the world-class bullshitters review of wonder woman 1984 you should check that one out because wonder woman we gave a very high score to it was during the early days of the channel where things were different but the the fight for feminism on film and all this stuff was just as strong and wonder woman well, Wonder Woman was a solid flick, with the exception of that last 20 minutes where it becomes a big CGI spot fest. Wonder Woman was a win for us. <laughs> and a blatant and a blatant copy of, um, what is it, Winter Soldier Captain, or something? Oh, yeah, Captain, Captain America? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was so... Like, I'm sitting there in the theater by myself thinking, Jesus Christ, this is Captain America. When's he going to pop up? Oh, wait, no, that's the wrong world war. Shit. That's how they got away with it, because it was a different world war. Yeah. If they would have yeah. set Wonder Woman in World War II... I think Marvel would have sued him. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That, that would have been funny as hell. So what I wanted to happen is there's a multiverse where we go see Wonder Woman, and it is taking place during World War II, and then Captain America teams up with Wonder Woman and Indiana Jones, and they all go off and fight the fucking <laughs> Axis. That, that would be an <laughs> awesome power. Axis allies and superheroes. That should be a comic book. Eh, there you go. Never mind. So... It's been announced that Patty Jenkins' Wonder Woman 3 is not going forward. This is all coming from The Hollywood Reporter. Now, uh, because of the ascension of James Gunn and Peter Safran to the top of DC Studios, The Hollywood Reporter is rumoring that it's basically a fresh start, a tabula rasa, a blank slate is what they're going to go for with DC. Now, that's kind of confusing, guys, because we just had uh, Black Adam, which we'll talk about a little more in depth in a moment, uh, come out, be a part of the DCEU, fail to deliver. We have... The Flash movie that was supposed to come out at Christmas get pushed back till whenever, and then Batgirl got canceled. I have never seen a roster of films like in a post-pandemic world or pre-pandemic. I've never seen shit just get Thanos snapped out of existence like I have the DCEU. It's going away quicker than you can imagine. Yeah, I, you know, yeah, I think a lot of the more recent developments have hastened a lot of those decisions. Uh, you know, because I guess what it's supposed to be like a hundred million dollars that Black Adam's supposed to lose. Yeah. So, oh my um, god, I didn't realize it was. I didn't realize it was like that. Yeah, Holy shit. I didn't yeah. either. I didn't either. It just, it just, 
well, bro, the rock. Well, the rock is the uh, perfect optimist, and I love that kind of positivity. But like, seriously, he talked himself into believing that his movie was successful to the point where he's like, "Hey, I just talked to the financiers, and they said we are thirty-two to whatever fucking million dollars in the profit." It's like rock. And folks, I always say this with a preface because you don't realize Dion does how much I like The Rock as a wrestler. Big fan. Want to buy into this shit, but even I, I see through the bullshit. And when I can see through the bullshit and go, come on, dude, take a chill pill, like, that's saying something. Because I'm, like I said, I can, well, I'm not really guided. I don't, I don't know. His movies kind of suck. What am I talking about? I digress. Uh, but no, this Snyder stuff, everything keeps, they want to, like, keep it going because a small portion of the audience seems to like it. But it never made money. It never was successful. I don't care what people want to say about the Snyder Cut being a win for the fandom. It wasn't. It tore this fandom apart. Lies and bullshit are what got Zack Snyder involved, and that's what tore a lot of things apart. So a fucking terrible movie had no good, and we're supposed to, what, just sit around and go, hey, great, the Snyderverse was awesome. No, it wasn't. Dion, can you name me three things that were awesome from the Snyderverse outside of Batman? Uh... Um, some peach tea references were made. That was kind of, <laughs> that was kind of good. It's kind of good. I mean, you know what? I, I'll, I'll say at least we know for sure that he sucks. <laughs> I mean, I'd give, I'd give the scene in Wonder Woman. I, I, I yeah, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Um. Outside of that, Zack Snyder's uh, gimmick wore out, I guess. Yeah, uh, it was almost rhetorical at some point to ask that question because you know the answer is like not much. There's really not much to talk about. <sighs> Cesario Japan, you must be from the future. <laughs> now, there's there's really not much else to say besides. This is the right move. What would you guys agree with that? Like, you got to do something. Yeah, yeah, but but I mean, like, once again, like, just just going through and just you know, shit canning everything. I mean, that's weird. Well, can't you? I mean the the Flash movie isn't out yet, so you have a you have a way of you know pivoting if you want to. There has to be some way. I, I mean, I know, I need to, once again. I know the 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 new guy wants to you know, try to bring the debt down as far as it can to make profits. But I mean, there has to be a way creatively to um, make this make sense in a way that normies will come and watch it. You know, I mean, you find Wonder Woman 3 is dead. That's fine. Um, that's okay. But there has to be a way of like bringing all this together or at least having some coherent uh, story for all these heroes to, um, you know, to do something. Because then, what, like, what are you, what are you really going to do? Are you going to recast? Are you going to re redo the movies and recast all the people again, and then redo it? And then what happens if you have another hostile takeover with another company and do it again? You're really going to fuck over, you know, the whole Marvel. I mean, the whole Warner Brothers thing. It's going to be really terrible. I mean, the the things to do from here is it's a very short list, and I think that is one of the options on the list. Um, and and I guess something that kind of you know Freudian slip. But, you know, the whole, you know, you accidentally said Marvel. You know, I think that that was the problem from the beginning. Yep. was trying <laughs> to do what. Huh? Yeah, my bad. <laughs> no, that's, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, they were trying to do what Marvel did. And and I think that that was the cause of a lot of this for them. 
but yeah, I think I think you've got three or four choices. You know, I, one of them is scrap the whole thing, blow it all up, and recast, and just eat the half a billion dollar loss on this whole thing, oh, or you release Flashpoint, <laughs> and you and you better hope it was good. Like you, you better hope you did something because you need a win. You need a win because it's it's fucking it's almost the end of the game in this motherfucker, and DC, the DC has not made they've they fumbled the ball multiple times. You know, other than those two choices, you know, you spend even more money to try to fix stuff. Go back, recast, recast, reshoot some stuff, keep other things. You know, it just uh, they don't have a lot of choices left. No, they don't. And they don't have a lot of patience with the audience. I can't speak for every audience member, but I will speak to myself or for myself as someone who likes DC comics, DC properties, and has had a lot of patience as in I've seen almost every DC film that's been released in theaters in my lifetime. I skipped Catwoman. I missed Constantine by mistake, caught it on DVD as soon as it was released. But like outside of that, oh, and I skipped Birds of Prey because I'm a man. Like seriously, you guys, that's how I treat these films. It's not punishment. You didn't. You didn't miss anything. You really fucking didn't. Yeah, oh, I, I went to the motherfucker. I know you got an egg sandwich with some bacon and a bunch of bullshit on the side. That's all you got of that fucking movie. It's just when when a movie markets itself like that, I take it upon myself just to not support it because hey, if everybody out there is having a good time, awesome. I don't need to tear your fun down, but I ain't giving you twenty bucks to call me a misogynist. Like it's just. It's such a dumb counterproductive thing. Maybe have the humility, like some people, just to say, hey, people didn't like it. And that's their own prerogative. You think The Rock's going to jump on Twitter tomorrow and go, oh, uh, not enough people saw Black Adam. You people turned on The Rock, you pieces of trash. No, this ain't a wrestling promo. You don't do that shit. <laughs> I mean, people, I mean, in that way, you know, people turned on Baywatch as well. <laughs> I did turn on Baywatch just last night. It was the episode where the kid got attacked by the dolphin. It was hilarious. God, it. I still can't believe you crippled him. You've gone I... too far, Flipper. <laughs> I still can't believe somebody had paid to upscale those those episodes to HD. That still blows my blows me away. Like I have no idea who who did that, who had the money, and thought that was a good idea. It's crazy. Was it film rise. I don't know. I mean, I think it might be film rise. They have so much money. Probably. They also. Man. They also put all the stuff into high def. It's like, oh, look, Beyond Belief Factor Fiction has been remastered. Well, thank you, Film Rise. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Who needed, oh, God. Who needed those fucking show, you know, episodes like in HD? Come I on, man. I 4K. I need to see Jonathan Frakes' beard. Oh, jeez. Come on. Who doesn't want Jonathan Franks to randomly ask them questions? Dude, that is one of my favorite videos to watch. Jesse and I will lay, lay around at night and say, hey, you ever been wandering beneath the clear blue sky? And then we'll just put on the fucking video. <laughs> Are you afraid of ghosts? <laughs> Have you noticed how most restaurants these days are theme-based? God damn it. <laughs> I mean, I'm a man who knows my Jonathan Frakes questions. Oh, there was a point in time where I could respond and re recite them. <laughs> my fucking man. I just, oh, uh, yes, so that's a, a very long way to answer your question, Nick. We need those fucking shits in 4K, baby. <laughs> well, I think I think our random um, detour into this 
is kind of a reflection of how people, including ourselves, actually feel about the Snyderverse in these films. Like, at the end of the day, I would just like people to hopefully realize the Snyderverse, the Snyder Cut, isn't this big win for fandom. It's nothing to be championed for. The first version of the Justice League is about the same. And the Snyder Cut was all the other shit that he kept trying to get done before he got shit-canned. And it, it wasn't good. Like... If it was this great piece of cinema that really changed stuff, then people would be talking about it. But the general consensus is it's no better than the other one, and he basically fleeced a hundred million dollars out of a studio. I don't. I hope that artistic direction is not ruined. I hope that artistic creativity and freedom and all that stuff is not ruined or hampered by Jeff, the HBO stuff. Jeff, yeah, Jeff, you're talking about Hollywood. It's it is. Well, goddamn it! All I was trying to get at is though is like. Don't let one guy have that much say when he's fucking stupid. That's it. <laughs> or or pick someone who can actually deliver. You know, not not some guy who you think's trendy and, you know, the corporate speak of, "Hey, edgy's cool," you know. Don't listen to that guy or pick that guy because of a trend. You know, pick someone to make a complete story. And Zack Snyder can't do that. And obviously this, you know, the fact that he was able to get a hundred million fucking dollars again for the Snyder cut that no one still really gave that big of a shit about is baffling, you know, all <laughs> that, that's still crazy to me. So then you put all your eggs in this basket just to, to get something out so you can compete with Marvel, Marvel. And now you're in this corner, this weird ass corner where, you know, you know, focus on the film. What what story are you trying to tell? You know, because you ended up picking a bunch of fucking crazy people too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, DC has um, I, I they have they have two Batman two Batmans now. You know, fucking sparkly boys. You know, I don't know if they're gonna do part two of that or not. Um, they have the Joker. The Joker. They're gonna do part two of that. Like they have. That's one thing I don't understand is like they have other versions of their their key characters. Which is a really dumb thing to do because, like I said, many many episodes ago, you are going to confuse the normies. They're not going to know what to follow. So when you have like the really artsy Joker film come out, and then you have the really goofy one come out with like Suicide Squad three or whatever the hell it is, you're going to have a problem. You're going to have a problem. They do. Uh, they have it right now because there is no. You don't need fifty five versions of these goddamn things, and. I forgot that Joker was part of all of this. I mean, technically it's not part of the Snyderverse, but I forgot that they're making Joker 2 with Lady Gaga. Like, Yeah, Lady Gaga just wouldn't be a musical or some shit like that. But, like, it's it's one of those things where, like, yeah, like, we, we have Batfleck. We also have fucking, you know, the, we also have the other Batman that came out, uh, this, this was it last year, this year, last year? Yeah, this year. March. This, this year. year. This, yeah. this Sorry, March. this year, yeah. Yeah. So it's just, like... What are you? What are you trying to like? You, you. It's really going to confuse. I mean, like we're fans of the stuff. We know the difference, but like the no, the normal person who doesn't know the difference is going to have a problem. And it's just kind of like if they don't know what's going on, they're not going to give you their money because they're they're not going to know what to support, what to watch, what they have to watch, what they don't have to watch because they're used to. They've all gone through that the the, the ten year thing of Marvel having to watch everything, and you can't do it if you're going to do the marvel thing and have a universe then you need to be have a coherent timeline and have movies that come out as you know in 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 in, in coherent order so this way people can watch them and they get the overall story and you know your whole bullshit and this and the other but if you're just you know pumping out like you know three part like three parts of a 
of of a character every so often, then that's weird. Like, I don't know why you do that. Like, you know, it's, and it's all just going to be, you know, it's not going to be put together in any sort of like team thing, like just Justice League Part Two or whatever. Like, it's it, it's a weird thing to do, just to keep making these movies over and over again and just not have any like plan for them. Yeah, it's it's just spinning your wheels in the mud, and everyone's covered in dirt now. And where do you go? Like after the twenty fifth reboot, like Marvel's the only company that can get away with having three versions of the same character on screen because, <laughs> like, you, you got you got the. Here's the sad part. I'm sure Batgirl's bullshit. I'm sure the Flash is bullshit. But they got Michael Keaton back, and there's like footage in the bat suit and all this other stuff that exists of Michael Keaton coming back as Batman. And I wonder if we were robbed of something as good as Tobey Maguire, and I'll give Andrew Garfield the credit, or uh, it was just going to be more bullshit and we would probably hate Michael Keaton's Batman a little more because they'd do it wrong. Which do you think would be the case? I don't know. It's hard. To, it, once again, it's hard to tell because we, we don't have the footage or have anything to, to go off of. Uh, we just go, we're just going off of like, you know, screenshots and whatever else we have um, from it. That's it. So it's hard to tell. You don't have insider information, Nick? <laughs> no, man, I'm not. What I'm the not fuck that are good. you doing on this show? <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> hey, man, this, this, hey, man, this is my first episode. Calm down. <laughs> this is the first podcast ever, folks, in history. Bear with us. We're learning the format. What is this? Oh, that's a. They say this is called a microphone. This is the first day on Earth, folks. This is the first <laughs> microphone in history. Mm. Oh, let me drink my the first cup of water ever. <laughs> would you guys like to see what is printed on the first cup in human history? Sure. I would. So, uh, let me show you guys. The first cup in human history is a Goonies <laughs> cup. <laughs> Never say die. All right. I have I I got I got those from Spread Halloween as well. I got I got a few of them. I bought eight of them. <laughs> Well, the thing is, I bought four, one for each of us, because I keep meaning to, like, bring it to you guys and say, hey, when we're at conventions, we each got a Goonie cup and a fucking whatever. Ghostbusters set. <laughs> for life. Oh, man. Yeah, I, it's, it's funny because, like, in my in my new place, I have a bunch of nice, nice, nice glasses and then a bunch of shit I got from, like, Spirit Halloween, like, shot glasses and those cups and everything there as well. It's funny. You know, it's your style, bro, and I'm not here to judge in the slightest <laughs> bit. Um, now, uh, Joseph Bienowicz in the chat, uh, I'm going to go ahead and make, basically what I can do is go into the shop WCBS website and pick different styles of shirts to have it printed on, and you can get them in different sizes. So I'll make sure I keep that in mind, because the way Spring works, who you know, supplies all of our merchandise, uh, basically they have like premium quality and all this high-end stuff, but those tend to only go to a certain size, so... Uh, I'll make sure, but look, some of the shit wouldn't even fit me, so I need, I guess I should have a rule of thumb, right, guys? If I can't wear it, I shouldn't sell it, right? There you go, yeah. Well, there we go, I guess that'll be, that'll be my rule of thumb. Um, all right, folks, next week we'll have some, uh, Jeff size shirts, <laughs> which is a 2XLT, so. There you go. Make sure we have LT, I don't know. Now, let's use this as a quick transition to get over to the stuff with The Rock, because actually, we discuss this all joking aside folks even though this is the first episode we discussed this earlier in the year very early in the year around the super bowl time dion remember how there were some allegations coming out against the rock and we thought oh shit is he finally gonna get canceled remember that vaguely i vaguely remember that it was it was basically people were bitching about stuff he said as a wrestler or stuff from the past and people were just oh like, okay yeah yeah, yeah yeah oh like yeah, 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 yeah 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 and so 
the, it was funny. Right in the midst of all that, the dude shows up on the Super Bowl. I think he does if you smell it, the rock is cooking or something at the Super Bowl. I don't remember exactly what he said, but like, I was like, all right, the rock just opened the Super Bowl. Awesome. Here we go. And so he kind of had this crazy year of people getting excited for Black Adam, the hype, the hype, the hype. And now we find out that it was just that hype. Now, I supported Black Adam because it was my birthday and wanted something to do. And we keep hearing how Black Adam is a win for the fans, a win for DC, a win for Warner Brothers. But it's a $100 million loser of a film. You guys surprised yeah. to hear that number? Yeah, really. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's, almost, it's almost like uh, Black Adam was uh, 2016 Ghostbusters. Shit. <laughs> Yeah, because I mean that's kind of the number that, that that they lost as well. I think it was between between seventy and hundred million is what uh, that movie lost. So yeah, I think it was only seventy with Ghostbusters. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. But yeah, it's still it's still surprising to hear that. But I mean, I I, I don't know if I don't know if people are tired of the like, superhero trope or if it's just shitty uh, shitty writing and it's just a shitty movie. Definitely I, shitty writing, man. You know, the, all these all these attempts, they're just they're you know it's it's just putting something together quickly and then expecting the these different fan bases to eat it up, you know, and obviously I haven't seen Black Adam yet, you know, I, you know I'm still trying to help you out, Rock, my bad, man, my bad, I'm good for it, but, you know, it's, if, it, if it's just generic, you're just trying to do quantity over quality, you're going to put out these movies, you know, and the fan base is not going to react to it, man, it's crazy. No. Yeah, and it yeah, and it seems like these companies are no longer in the um in the game of making quality or anything good. They're in the they're in the game of making quantity, and they're only making content. They're not making films or movies. They're um, just making content for their streaming services. That's really what it boils down to. Right, and and I get it. You know, it, it's a it's a it's a business. I understand that, but you can't expect people to spend money on something that you just made by the numbers. You know, you watch something else that worked, then you just took notes, and then you're like, okay, just hit the bullet points, and it, it'll be a billion dollar movie. And it's like that's not how it works. You know, you know, they're, they're, you know, people like movies, good movies, and having this many faces that look like this and talk like this and, and say stupid stuff like this, people don't go to see movies because of that shit, and. Even if it's The Rock, which don't get me wrong, you know, The Rock isn't necessarily um, part of the problem, right? But, you know, this name, this idea that you can make movies name brand again, it just, it's just, it doesn't exist. It has to be fucking good, especially if that shit's going to be 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you have to you know entice us to see it and we have to be, be willing to fork over 20 bucks to go to go watch it i mean that's how um you know like when when me and Jeff did the review for a uh, violent night um we were glad to fork over our money and go watch it it was wonderful and we told that was always something to review like it's it's a good movie go go check it out yeah you know and i'm glad and i was yeah follow us on twitter because the official violent night twitter turned our tweet into a review so Every week we joke about, hey, one day we're going to be the quote on a DVD cover. Well, technically we're the quote on this movie. So when you see the official promotional material for the official film, Violent Night, World Class Bullshitters is officially part of that. That's pretty cool. So yeah. we're not yeah. sponsored. 
We're not affiliated with Warner Brothers, excuse me, Universal. We're not affiliated with any company. We're independent, folks. That's why we always appreciate everything you guys do. But it is cool to be acknowledged at that level because it's like we liked the film, Nick. We were genuine in our re review, and they're like, "Hey, these guys think it's awesome." So now our name's out there a little more. So oh yeah, it was yeah, it was it, it was really nice that they did that. I was like, "That's crazy." It was awesome. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, like exciting. once again, like yeah, no, it was it was exciting, and I mean, yeah, that movie was really fun. I'm definitely gonna go try to check, check it out again before the year's over with. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was definitely worth the money. So, now Darian two and seven. Now, folks, I appreciate everything you guys send in, and I do try to read these in order. But I gotta say, um, Darian two and seven did bring up something that's very topical. So I'm gonna read this right now. Thanks, Darian. He says there's a deadline article that backs up the Rock's tweets with numbers broken down, citing sources that Black Adam will be profitable and not a loss. Variety has a long-standing history of trashing non-Disney movies. I definitely know what you're talking about in terms of the. Uh... <laughs> I definitely know what you're talking about in terms of the. Um people trashing non-Disney films. Like we said in the beginning with the Star Wars stuff, even though this is our first episode, why did the press only excuse the Disney Star Wars stuff and then shit on other movies? I mean, we knew the whole time, but we were trying to get them to answer or to somebody to come up with like a legit answer because you couldn't. It was bullshit. It was almost rhetorical what we were doing. But I do have inf I have the tweet pulled up, uh, Darian. Now, of course, we're going to be fair towards The Rock. The Rock tweeted out yesterday afternoon that... Um, Black Adam will be profitable between 52 million and 72 million. He says almost 400 million dollars worldwide. We're building up a new franchise, and they're making close to what the first Captain America did. So, you know, there's that information. There's numbers, but audience people, people in the chat or people in the audience, seem to be going after the Rock, saying, "Oh, take the L. You're trying to get yourself pat yourself on the back. This, that, and the other." Um. It's kind of hard to even know what to think about. I mean, look, it's easy to know what you think about it. It's your own choice. But it's hard to know what's going on with this film. You know, it's the power of positivity, branding, and goodwill towards an actor over quality and success of a movie. Yeah. Um, I Yeah. Well, and I, I don't I don't give actors anybody in Hollywood any sort of, like, you know, break or whatever. It's like if you, if you, if you do a shitty movie, do a shitty movie. Just because I like you as an actor doesn't mean that, you know, I'm going to care about, you know, if your movie loses money or not. Like, if it's a good movie, I'm going to go watch it. If not, sorry, it didn't, you know, the trailer didn't grab my attention. I'm not going to give you my money. Try again. <laughs> I agree. Uh, look, I'm glad there are good movies out there that can entice us. I just, I don't know, man. Compound movies used to be exciting, and now they're a, a burden. I'm, I'm tired of them. Yeah, I said it. Give me one that gets me excited, uh, Disney. Give me one that gets me excited, Warner Brothers, and I'll be, uh, I'll be ready. <laughs> Kendo Slice, thank you very much. The Rock now identifies as a woman, therefore retroactively beating out J Law as the first female action hero. <laughs> oh, shit. Is that how this game is played? I mean, in some cases, I mean, you know, listen, listen. Appa 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 apparently, Jay, Jay Law's playing checkers, and and The Rock's playing chess over here. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shit. Look, this is what it looks like when people are doing things right, folks. Follow the success of these people. Or don't. That's up to you. This is the first episode, so we don't even know what's going on right now. Um. <laughs> so uh i assume kendo is on its way on his way excuse me and so 
we'll uh, check in with the audience right now. Folks, thank you for your patience. Uh, Nick, do me a favor. Pick a number between 1 and 69, please. Uh, 28. 28. 1, 2, skip a few, back to 28. Oh, fuck, say it! <laughs> Rip. <laughs> do you remember when the Tourette's guy faked his death? Yes, that was hilarious. That rumor was hilarious. That rumor broke my heart, bro. That was the first time an internet celebrity meant something to me. Also, the last time an internet celebrity meant something to me. But uh, the Tretz guy is still alive. He's from Ohio, and I'm, I'm glad he's still around. Um, so let's check in with the audience like we just did. We already pressed the number. Um, I kind of want to press a number, another one because it was so short. Um, how about this? Oh, fuck! Say it! Oh, shit! Good times. The best. So, uh, thank you to our wonderful chat. Thank you to everyone who joins us each and every week to support this show and this channel. And uh, our first message of the day was from SHRebels08. So, folks, send in your wiener titles. But uh, our friend Sajorjan, that's how you say it on this show, Coach Kendo is not here yet. So, Sajorjan, as soon as Kendo gets here, just remind me. We will go back to that. Uh, I don't want to uh, shortchange you. Shrubbles08 says, I'll take you, get what you deserve, motorcycle, and a Joe Rogan high as fuck, please. Well, of course, we'll give you that. Um, where are we at? So you get what you deserve and a Joe Rogan motorcycle. Guys, what do you think the number is of the amount of times that motorcycle rider died on this channel? <laughs> a lot. A lot. That, that, that's you all get I get. what you fucking deserve! Uh, but, oh my gosh! What was more painful, De Niro's death or uh, the biker's death? Who do you think felt more? <laughs> the biker man, because he got flung off of his bike into the air and then had to land. So, oh well. I like to, I like to imagine it was yeah, instant. Well, anything after that. Yeah, I, I do. I, I do thank Kenneth for bringing bring us the that, that video to our attention. That was hilarious. Now, here's another video that brings a lot of attention to us and Joe Rogan. Imagine if you gave a white supremacist five MEO DMT, and then as the first one, as they're exhaling. Yeah. Never enough, though, is it? Adam Walford, thank you very much. I became a father for the first time twice. <laughs> well, Adam Walford, yep. congratulations. <laughs> you know, I was born six times. It was wonderful. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> um, Darian217, thank you very much. J-Law was the first to be burned at the stake in 1431. <laughs> Oh god. I can't I can't believe she said that and then I can't believe Variety was just like we're going to run this. This is exactly what we're just going to run this this quote. It should be fine. Nobody's going to notice. Dude, not only did they take down the tweet where it was quoted as saying that, they put up a video of her saying it. So it's like they wanted people to get angry or at least know how dumb she was. <laughs> it was uh it was just it was, yeah, it was so crazy. So crazy. Just sometimes, sometimes you just gotta just 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 put the farts down. Just put the farts down. You don't gotta smell them all the time. 
But it's one of those things where, like, she should have, there should have been somebody in her camp or somebody in Variety or somebody somewhere would have been like, listen, this is bad. Don't do this. Apparently, Hollywood is just full of fucking morons. Yeah, man. You know, Variety just wants to be part of the part of the culture of Hollywood. You know, they're they're not thinking about that. I mean, they probably read it just fine. I was like, yeah, that sounds profound and. The people who buy our shit aren't going to really read that much into it, <laughs> you know. Well, so, well, hold on. We'll we'll give that its own segment. We will definitely talk about all this because I agree with uh, a lot of it, but I don't want to bury the lead just yet. Uh, Cesario Japan or Sejor, sorry, Sejorjan. J Law is the first female president. Hillary Clinton was not amused. Well, <laughs> how could she be? Now, we have a very generous super chat for our friend Stephen Kraft. He says, hi, guys. Haven't been around much because I've been spending a lot of time with Jennifer Lawrence, but now I'm back and proud to be the first guy to give WCBS a super chat. At least that's what Jen tells me. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Nick, Stephen Kraft is a cool dude. Do you think he had more fun with Jennifer Lawrence than you did with Brie Larson? God, yes. (laughs) 100%. Cool. Just checking. Ever, ever, ever try to have, ever try to have fun with a flat board, Jeff? It doesn't fucking work. You know, the kid from Ed, Ed, and Eddie could convince me that Plank was a good time, but well, Brie Larson <laughs> isn't. <laughs> yeah, no, no at all. I mean, I, 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 I wish I would have got Allison Brie instead, but you know. Oh my God! Yeah, she's. How the fuck did Dave Franco pull that off? That's all I'll ask. <laughs> I have no idea. I have the no... Irish. I have no idea. <laughs> well, he is lucky. I mean. She's yeah, we'll leave it alone. But yeah. I, I'll watch anything with almost anything with Alison Brie. Have you seen Glow? Watch Glow. Yeah, yeah dude. It's yeah, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. The the show that Netflix um you know didn't want to stop anymore because it was it was female led or something. Like they just were like, Oh, it's we don't, we don't need more seasons of this, it's fine. But that but but that show about little children, no, we'll we'll, we'll that movie about little children, we'll, we'll we'll let that through. That's fine. That'll that'll be good, right? Everyone will love this, right? <sighs> Why couldn't we get more of glow i will stand on that platform and say hey glow is a good show you want a show about women and shit and all this other stuff okay fine it was the 80s it was wrestling there was cocaine there was even a gay guy like the thing is it was it checked all the boxes that these assholes want but it was actually a good show and there was a ton of nudity so i was on board with it the entire time i love oh, yeah glow. oh yeah 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 100 but um apparently netflix didn't you know didn't feel that it was you know worthy of their money it couldn't have been that expensive a show. It had Mark Marin in it. Like that guy is a fat <laughs> high end. Right. I've seen him a bunch right. in person, so if I've seen him a bunch, he can't be that pricey. That's true. That's very true. Oh, God. He shows up at the comedy store for free. Just hey, it's Mark Marin. Yeah, okay, cool. yeah. No, that's true. That's true. It's yeah. You it's, were there for that one. No, no. Yeah, that was yeah. That was the first time after the pandemic that uh, that that we were able to that everybody's able to travel and stuff like that. We went to the comedy store, and every fucking comedian. First thing they talked about was the goddamn pandemic. I was like, God damn it, it's gonna happen all night, and it did. It Nick, fucking did. Give him a break. That was the first comedy show in history. No one had ever done that before. No one had ever stood up on a stage and told jokes. So <laughs> give these it. people a break. It was it was the most frustrating thing to watch. Like I just wanted to be entertained for an hour, and it was just kind of like, yeah, did you guys hear about the pandemic? It's like motherfucker, I will come on the stage and punch you in the throat. Now, this next super chat is related to throat punching because this actor, this man, can only punch a person in the throat because he's too short. From Batmobile, check it. Tom Cruise Batman, his swan song. <laughs> you think Tom Cruise could be Batman? I don't think so. He would. I think he believes he could be fucking Batman. 
I think he believes he currently is Batman, even though his parents aren't dead. He <laughs> like they shot him in Crime so. Alley. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Have you seen my movies? God damn it! I could be Batman. Tom, we're sorry. I, don't I, know, I think Tom I think could... I think he's I think he's got one or two Mission Impossibles left in him, and then he's got to fucking you know <laughs> hang up his jacket or something because like he's his he's he's shoes. up there in age. He's really up there in the in age. He can't keep fucking doing his own stunts and jumping off stuff and riding on airplanes and all kind all kinds of dumb shit like that. Like you need to just you know. <laughs> no, on, you're right. I agree with you. He does need to hang it up. I don't. Man, I don't want anything to happen to Tom Cruise. But I think if he's gonna go out, he's gonna go out making some movie. Like, in the dumbest way possible. It's like, yeah, Tom Cruise was hanging from a Zeppelin and, and crashed into a building and died making, <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck would he make like that? Um, I don't know. Right? He's, a, he's, he's a guy who invented the Zeppelin. I don't fucking know. I was going to say, Tom Cruise should play one of the Wright brothers. And in there the film, go. he will actually that's how, that's build how he died. the he first will, flying machine. He will, get, he will get somebody off Etsy to make the goddamn plane. He gets about 12 feet off the ground. He goes up, up. The thing breaks. He falls and lands. And, you know, 12 feet for Tom Cruise's yeah, death yeah. because he's such a little guy. That's true. But, that's true. <laughs> he puts on the parachute. He's like, I got this. I got this. And a helmet and everything. He's like, I'm going to try it out myself. He does, he tries it out to just make sure it's okay for the stunt guy. Done. He's out. <laughs> Tom Cruise, you are crazy, sir. Shrubbles await. Says, I'll be the first person to use Joe Rogan motorcycle and horses for Dion. I think we have to use some super revisionist history for the first Joe Rogan, but you know what? It's world class bullshitters. This show's broadcast live from the year 3535, so why the hell not? We'll give you the Joe Rogan motorcycle uh, right now. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit. Jamie, pull that video up. Oh my god, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Tom, if that was the case for uh, Glow getting canceled for those reasons, I'm kind of sad. I'm very sad because the show was damn good. Wait, wait, wait. What, what did it get canceled for? Beer bug restrictions. That's bullshit. That's, in, that's incredible. No, that's entire bu- bullshit. Um, Stranger Things was filming in Atlanta while that shit was going down. Okay. There's there's photo evidence. There's, I think there's even an Instagram account for like things filmed in Atlanta. They had them with masks. They had them with their fucking people to tell them to be six feet away and they were filming in, in that town trust me this bullshit about it being covid restrictions is, is dumb that's just them to make make the fans happy and mind you this is a company that spends 20 billion with a b dollars a year on content they didn't have, they didn't have money in their, they didn't have money in their fucking budget for that show come on i mean there's so much cgi in a show where none <laughs> none is used well i mean it's probably used to like do like digital matte paintings to make it look like the 1980s. I'm sure there's a ton of money in that production, but I mean, come on. <laughs> Stranger Things looks better than a Marvel movie, so you can see how expensive that shit is. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it's not the case with Glow. Yeah, it's and you know, and and it's dumb. It really is like the way that the way that Netflix spends its fucking money, and now and now they're just you know trying to tiptoe around everything and make sure everything makes money, and they're trying to put their hands into eight different fucking pots with like live streaming, and they might look they might get into sports and stuff. Like it's it's crazy the amount the amount of stuff that um um the owner talks about. Man, it's it's nuts. What do you think Netflix is going to broadcast sports wise? Like dice no i know i hear no no i i remember they're, they're trying to get into it i have no idea what what the premise is if they're even going to do it or not um i know they want to get into live 
um, live streaming and things like that. I heard that they're going to do a live comedy thing with uh, Chris Rock. I mean, I'd watch that. It's Chris Rock. Yeah. yeah. And they want to, uh, they, apparently they want to get more advertising tiers. It's not just the one. Netflix. They, want to, they want more. And also, they have been talking about that at some point next year, they want to Im- implement the uh, the password policy and make you pay for anybody who's not in your area or watching it on, on your account or something like that. So be wary of that. Be wary of that. Yes, folks, be wary of that. Netflix is going to go in dry next year, so be prepared. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you, if you got to let them go, let them go, you know. Also, if if everybody if everybody wants to you know like look up um, how to make a Plex server because those are fucking those are fucking amazing. You can make one just for your house. You can make one that will transfer the movies anywhere you have the app on your phone or Roku or iPad or whatever. Um, highly recommend looking into that. All you need to really know is how to uh, work the software because it's really fucking simple. And then making and there's a million and one ways to make you know put, put movies on a hard drive and put it on a computer and connect to the internet and things like that it's it's there's so many tutorials on it like you, you can find anything you'd ever need on it highly recommend doing that next year it's just going to be yeah. easier so andrew clark has a great news he says hey guys been a while started a new job be good well andrew clark thank you for all the support and congratulations on the new job hopefully you enjoy it and good luck i drink therefore i am thank you very much for your generous <laughs> super chat he says if you smell what the rock is cooking Nothing burgers. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Dion. Uh, when are we going to do Babe's Chicken again? And can I have a Jam Ram, please? Oh, you can have a Jam Ram uh, right now. And Dion, after we press the Jam Ram button, we're going to take oh. a trip back in time. Jam Ram! Now, folks, Ooh. it's 9.30 where you are. Maybe 7.30, 6.30 where I am. But we're just going to tell you about the most delicious chicken dinner we've had in a long time dion how good was that damn chicken it was damn good chicken so folks that is the chicken review make sure you join us each and every week because this was our first food review it was a little rough to get through uh no but all joking aside folks we love to travel for wrestlemania we go to the cities we go hang out with listeners uh become friends like we are with i drink therefore i am and uh, you get to try the cuisine of these places, and folks, I shit you not, it was some of those succulent, juicy fried chicken, and if you're hungry like I am, uh, you want some right now. Dion, did we take photos of that food? I believe so, yes. Folks, if that food had been photographed, uh, we will find out soon, and we will post pictures of that to our WCBS Twitter so you can understand how good that chicken was. We don't want to be like Arsenio Hall at a wine and cheese party and making you very angry because we didn't tell you how good the wine and cheese was. No, we share. We're good people like that. But thank you, I drink, therefore I am, and uh, hopefully enjoy the jam ram. Kendo Slice, thank you. Drunk on Taco says, when MILF was the word, how did y'all not get Harry Milf in the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how we didn't get that. Yeah, that was a that was a big fucking mistake. Um I apologize. Usually usually we just we just try to those point where we just trying to make these words things that YouTube wouldn't uh, wouldn't flag, so just try to come up with different things that sound inappropriate to us but that YouTube just doesn't like the, the algorithm won't figure out kind of stuff, so Ah, uh, the good old algorithm. How we love to talk about Al. Said no one ever. Yeah, folks, um, we found the, the pictures. Uh, be on the lookout for the official WCBS. There's a video of it. 
And I think Dion's in the video, so we'll just share it. Um, yeah, check us out. World Class BS on Twitter, folks. For all the looks that you need behind the scenes of WCBS, uh, you can see what our chicken looks like, and you can see what uh, we're up to when we're not recording live. Enrique Vasquez, thank you very much. He says, Hail WCBS, Thursday nights are the best. Uh, did you guys hear about the deal with Microsoft did with Nintendo and Valve? PS is looking bad right now. Dion, look up Epon Chewium. All right, Dion, I'm going to send you a word. You Google this uh, okay. in your own time. That's from Enrique. Uh, have you guys heard about any of the stu- the um, the big like mega corporation deals that's going on with Microsoft and all this? Because oh yeah 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 dude um the I know I know the government's trying trying to get in them not to do it because they're going to be a monopoly. They shot them down. Like, it's done already. Okay, good. They shot. Okay, that's cool. Let's go. Cool. Based on what they did with Valve or something. Yeah, they were yeah because they wanted they wanted they literally wanted all the games only for their their console and it's just like nope you can't do that. So, uh, I was hoping that it would happen because I own an Xbox and I own a Nintendo, and I'm. I know this might sound a little weird, but I'm a little mad at PlayStation right now. Like as a console, I wanted to buy you back in 2020. You didn't have any attractive games. I'm not mad that it's hard to find a PlayStation Five. You can find one if you try hard enough. It's just been years, and it's like I've owned every PlayStation. This is the first time where I'm like. There is nothing on this console to get me pumped. All you guys are doing is putting out your bullshit games, your fucking remakes and remasters of the same shit. Let other people be be more interesting. And maybe instead of like, you know, being a wet blanket, you put out shit that gets people so hyped up and so excited or a platform or a service that people want, maybe they'll, uh, you know, throw money at you instead of being uh, the chick in the back that's complaining the whole time. Sorry, PlayStation. You fucking suck. Yeah, man. They, uh, yeah. I think I think the only thing that they have on on Xbox Xbox is their PS VR two that's uh, come out. Their their VR stuff. I have the first VR headset, and it's really it's really good, and it's really responsive and stuff. It's awesome. Um, that would be the only pl- place that they're really, um, I guess, you know, ahead of Microsoft. But like those games are expensive, and the whole setup is expensive too. So I don't know. If you is want to. I mean, if you want, you can always get Facebook's Meta, you know, headset or whatever the hell that thing is called, the Meta Quest Two or whatever the hell it is. I mean, have you seen what it looks like inside that world? No, I haven't. <laughs> it, like, it's not realistic at all. Like, other games are more realistic. The Metaverse shit, it's like a Nintendo Wii. I th- so yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. I've seen, I've seen some of the, some of the some of the videos. I'm just like, this is, doesn't look impressive. I know that I know that during October there was this big thing where like Eli Roth did this like crazy vr game that you can get only on this only on this one thing it's like good for you i'm not buying a 200 headset to play like a 200 game like i'm not fucking doing that i'm sorry dude metaverse graphics are so bad they make mark zuckerberg look like eli manning but here you go this is what the fucking metaverse <laughs> looks like <laughs> it's funny he looks like that in real life <laughs> i mean those graphics are so stunning Realistically, this looks like GameCube on the left, and PlayStation Three on the right. I don't know. Looks like shit. So there what you was go. The I didn't... They were gonna lose reportedly on it. What was it a billion or a hundred million or something like that? Yeah, it was. It was. It was not a fucking cheap, cheap miss mishap. 
Yeah, I mean, you you know, blame 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 Zuckerberg for that, dude. He he put all of his eggs in basket renaming the company this bullshit and everything, and like this is where we're, this is where it's gonna be. We're gonna go here. It's like, are you sure? <laughs> all right then. Well, according to. Uh, an article on October 26th of this year, Metaverse Division loses $3.7 billion in quarter three. But wow. CBS News has an article that says Meta's value has plunged by $700 billion. That's with a B. Um, I don't think Mark Zuckerberg is going to work. Uh, the, the Metaverse stuff's going to work. It's a train wreck, according to some. And VR, man, like they keep trying with VR every... It feels like every so many years, it's like, hey, guys, in the 90s, VR is yeah. the, the next craze. Well, I mean, it, it, well, no, it's, it seems like they're really pushing in the last five years. Like, they really want it to be a thing now. And it's still not It's still not there yet. No, it's not. And I, and I played around on one of them not that long ago and had a good time. But I still like a controller. I still like to sit down. Like, I played Mario Party last night for, like, the second time ever. And I had a good time. I wouldn't want to have a fucking headset on trying to move my head around in the metaverse as i you know punch the the question block and run around the, the map a bunch of times sometimes pressing <laughs> a is enough <laughs> yeah i agree i agree but you know that's that's where all these companies want to want to try to push us to and it's like you know no it's not working man right um we'll read a few more and then we'll jump into the topics we're waiting on kendo but uh, we have plenty of uh, stuff for tonight folks uh, so, so Georgian, since many of us were alive during the 90s, Nickelodeon's Wienerville spurs people's memories. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Back when Nickelodeon was good. Oh, my Dude, God. I remember Wienerville vividly to the point where I could tell you that the theme song is mostly the word, what's or the phrase, what's up, what's up, and then it goes Wienerville. So <laughs> I really, really remember uh, that show very well. The guy's name was Mark Wiener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a uh, yeah. That was uh, once again. That was, that was during the, the the good old days of Nickelodeon, where they where they didn't have SpongeBob on there. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, nineties Nick is nineties Nickelodeon is the best Nickelodeon. Oh, dude, no doubt about it. Nickelodeon in the nineties was better than whatever Disney was putting out. The only conversation that's difficult for me is. Like when you go Nickelodeon versus Cartoon Network, but you pick and choose because if you try to like say Nickelodeon in 1996 versus Cartoon Network in 1996, it might be a different conversation. Yeah, yeah. But if you're picking like prime Nickelodeon versus prime Cartoon Network versus prime Fox Kids, you're getting kind of it's getting difficult. I think what it I think what we learned, Nick, is that we all grew up in the best time for kids entertainment. <laughs> Like, yeah, and like it was, you know, it was edgy without being like, con without without being like too scary, and it was never condescending at all. You know, that's that's a good thing. It's like it was never ever condescending. Mm -mm. I felt, uh, I felt entertained. I felt like I learned a little something. Um, like, dude, they they even made they even made a tales from the crypt for kids, and even that was like, uh, you know, a little a little weird. At some at some of the episodes that I've watched, I'm like, I went back and watched a few of them. I was like, how did they make this for kids? <laughs> Oh, Tales from the Crypt Keeper? Yeah. Some of those episodes, are just, you, you go back and watch them, and you're just like, wow, they made this. There's no way they could do this now. Well, the nice, something I missed about being a kid in terms of our entertainment is, like, the stuff, there would be the weird stuff. Like, you get the ones that are, like, you have Pete and Pete, which is kind of like an out there, odd, absurd show. 
And yeah. a lot of Nickelodeon yeah. stuff had that weird absurdity, and that was <clears throat> the best part of it. It was just so weird and different. I yeah, kind of miss that shit. Yeah, especially uh, Ren and Simpy. I think was like the the peak of that. <laughs> oh, dude! Because you were, if you were, even remember one episode of that show, like it didn't make any fucking sense, and it was just like it was like somebody's like fucking. Um, fever dream on mushrooms is what it basically boiled down to. It was crazy. Well, it's the John Krifosaluski guy, and he was so weird and extreme that he got fired from his own show. So that's how Ren and Stimpy went down. Um, yeah, just looking at it, looking at all these shows. Yeah, we were lucky. We were very fortunate back then, and I mean, even the fucking. Game shows like Nick Arcade or Legends of the Hidden Temple, those were good. Okay. Oh was... yeah, those were fun. Uh, Double Dare, Double, dude. Oh, I forgot about Double Dare. You... <laughs> Have you ever read the um, the making of Double Dare stuff where Mark Summers is like, "Yeah, people could have died, and we thought we were going to get sued." <laughs> it's very interesting never, to hear Mark Summers. Never ever heard of that. Is there like a book out about that? Yeah, he was. There should be a book, but he was on some kind of show, not that many years ago i'll check it out i'll he, check it out and he tells one story nick it's amazing he's like yeah there was a kid who fell off something and landed like ass overhead and we all thought he was dead but uh his dad and his dad was a lawyer we thought we were gonna get sued but they told us if he won the tv that they would forget everything so basically they <laughs> they paid this kid off <laughs> And mind you, this is not an HD TV. It's a it's a fucking like CRT like heavy ass TV. It's 1990. Yeah, times yeah. were different. <laughs> I mean that that's one hell of a deal. It's like yeah, let him win the TV and you won't get sued. Fuck it, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you got it, sir. Well, if it worked, it worked. So yeah, <laughs> fucking double dare, man. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, and then there was what uh, guts. There was that one. I guts, guts, guts and as global well. and global guts. Oh my god! I had a family member who wouldn't let their kids watch Nickelodeon because it was considered too. I don't know why they didn't let their kids watch Nickelodeon, but they let them watch Guts. And Guts was the show. I'll show my true colors. Guts was the show that made me turn off Nickelodeon. It's like I don't yeah, want to watch yeah. people run around with fucking helmets on. Yeah, because it was yeah, because it was like the safe version of American Gladiator, and it wasn't fun, you know, because you just had to. It was just you like doing shit as well, like you just exercising basically, like going around the track in those like three wheeled thing things or whatever, or like I don't know, it just it just it just didn't seem like fun. Um, no, but actually, you know what? That's show, that's the show they need to bring back American Gladiator. They need to bring that fucking show back. Didn't they bring it back with Hulk Hogan like a few years yeah. ago? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep. No, that oh, that's more than a few. That was like 2007, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm old, or I'm behind the times. They need to. They need to definitely. It was him and um, Layla Ali was the co-host or something. Oh shit, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to. They need to try again though and bring it back and put it on a proper fucking channel or proper streaming service or something. Um, we should because... help it happen. Look, it. This is the world's first day. It'll be the first game show ever. I can see it now. Buff people with Q-tips poking each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh man because like you know just just like yeah the the the, the weird the weird shit they would do the the games they would have and all the stuff that would go on it was a fun time to watch man it was really fun to watch um i i, I enjoyed the hell out of it uh i think there's still reruns on like what uh what is that free channel rip tv or whatever or 
Pluto TV or something, I think, has mm-hmm. the reruns. Some somebody's Pluto's got them. Got everything. Yeah, somebody's got them, and like they're fun to watch, man. I, I miss it. I do too. I miss I miss the simpler time. I think Dion, how's this for a Saturday afternoon? You watch a couple episodes of American Gladiator, and before you start making dinner, you end with an episode of Family Matters. Will that take you back? It does. It, it, right back to it, man. Right back to it. So. Odd statement, but there were times where the Winslow family was just as white as the Tanners from Full House. It's <laughs> a weird show. Dude, as soon as the Full House theme came on to me, I was like, nope, and then checked out. <laughs> I was Dude, not a Full House person. Did you see the episode of Full House where Steve Urkel was in it? No, never. Yeah, he I, was not, I, was not, I was not a Full House. I was never a Full House person because I hated that. I, I, I don't was... know what it was, but like... As soon as I heard that music, the beginning few notes, but I was like, "Fucking change the channel." It was Uncle Jesse's hair. <laughs> you know what we should do, uh, folks? We should make Nick watch three episodes of Full House and like get his reactions. I have I have no problem doing that. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. All right. That'll be like, next year. Yeah, yeah. I like. I've never watched an episode. I don't care for the show. Like you know, it's fine. Well, I don't either. Uh, Cesario, sorry, Sejorjan, thank you very much. Uh, two more, and then we're going to get back to the uh, the show. Darian217 says, thank you very much, Darian. He says, J-Law House of Lawrence was the first her, was first her name, Queen of the Andals, and first of men, Protector of the Seven Kingdoms. Also, do her, horse girls exist? Since I've never seen those before, ever, ever. <laughs> I can't, you know what? Kendra needs to hurry up because we can't wait to talk about J-Law much longer. But um, I think I got what you were asking for, Sezorjan. Sorry, not Sezorjan. Darian 2 and 7. And you wanted this. Who are you? What are you doing here and where are my horses? Hello, Dion. It's your old pal, Buffalo Jeff, here to tell you the horses are coming. 2023 is your year. So you ain't you ain't gotta do all that. Darian, or sorry, SH Rebels 08 says yes, I do. So, um, we'll move on to, to to. Wow, we'll move on to something else from Sejorjan. Uh The audience loves you, Dion. That's what you keep telling yourself. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Unmute. And then finally, for now, uh, even though we have many more, thank you, folks. Keep sending them. We appreciate you. I drink, therefore I am. No, that's wrong. I am, therefore I drink. There, that's better, says Infinite Wanderer. Uh, Infinite Wanderer, you might have met I drink, therefore I am, right? Uh, We were all at the meetup in Texas this year. So hopefully uh, you guys got the chat because I drink, therefore I am was a cool dude. It was nice to hang out with him, and hopefully we see him again next time we're down in Texas. 
Like we said, folks, WrestleMania will be in California, L.A. We will be there. So if you want to hang out with us and you don't like wrestling, that's fine. Join join us. Come to the meetups. Hang out. We don't expect you to know much about wrestling. You're here for us, and that's all that matters. Now, guys, let's talk about our favorite, favorite actress, Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> now, if you actually give me a moment, I, I have the footage of what she said. So if you let me just... Uh, pull that up i will i will make a jennifer lawrence button where we can kind of laugh at uh the shit she said so while i'm getting that ready yesterday there was a tweet from variety and now variety is uh, an entertainment magazine that we all know and some of us like i don't but variety was quoted it was quoting an interview from jennifer lawrence and viola davis they were working on a show called Actors on Acting, which is as pretentious as it sounds. And so in the show, Jennifer Lawrence was discussing some of her work. And she was quoted as saying, I remember when I was doing The Hunger Games. Nobody had ever put a woman in the lead of an action movie. Now, The Hunger Games came out in 2012. Clearly, it's the first film ever made, so... Jennifer Lawrence's statement is correct. It is the first. What? Honestly, guys, I can't take this shit seriously. What the fuck did you think when she said this shit? I could not stop laughing. I went, what? Well, what? and what? and and like the, the, also the dumbest thing, like I love Viola Davis. I think she's extremely talented. She and it, she says her like in in the in the video she says her age fifty seven and think what is it? Um, Jennifer Lawrence is twenty is thirty two as of right now. Um, and uh, she and she's like, oh, with your vast experience, your acting comes through this that, and the other. And I'm like. It be, because of you know you've gone through a lot you've gone through a lot of life and then just like she she started okay her first movie as far as i can remember is the hunger games in 2012 she was 22 years old she's 32 now so it's only been 10 years you're telling me she's lived life according to a 57 year old that she can act and do all this bullshit who the fuck are you and who how much did they pay you yeah it all these things are so things are so fake dude like how can anyone actually enjoy the, like the fakeness that these people put off, like they can't even act like they care <laughs> to, fe- to well, seem real. Yeah, it, it's it's it, it's a very bizarre statement to make. And and like I said, I, I you know there are definitely ways to have the conversation. I think she was trying to have, but you know some. Is, you know, this is just a prime example of the disconnect between them and us, right? You know the the, the people who are movie stars. You know, they, they, they see the world as it is, you know, five seconds in front of their face. And, you know, it, it, it's just funny because, you know, I, you can't I can't imagine that she she thought that and then said it. And, you know, just because at that time she can't remember another action movie that had a woman in it is hilarious. Yeah. You I mean, know, don't get me wrong. There's, there's, there's definitely a lot of dumb bullshit that Hollywood believes, and you know, and we can all see that Hollywood would still be very cautious to cast a woman in an action role, right? Because they believe some silly shit, and for you to, for everyone to, to somewhat understand that part, and for you to just say some off the wall bullshit. That even if if you were if you were right you it would be mind blowing, but for her to forget about some all time classic movies, by the way, is fucking wild. It's just wild. While you're sitting next to Viola Davis, 
<laughs> yeah, like, a woman who on, was born before you, who is who is way more fucking talented than you are, um, and has done, seen more life than you, and yet she was, you know, and like, yet she made the dumb statement about it. I swear to God, she got fucking paid to 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 sit there in front of her and say that shit. Why wasn't like the, there's a director and there was editing involved with this? I have the clip ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if, yeah, because if you if if you zoom out to the because they have this, this this really wide shot of them in a studio with lights and shit like that. Yeah, there was somebody directing that shit. Like there was a whole production there. I'm sure somebody said to say something or I don't know. I don't know something. Something fucking happened. There was some disconnect or whatever. And well, you know. it, it, it's it's just not the fact that Jennifer Lawrence said something dumb. It's that. You know, I'm certain everyone involved in that process thought that it was dumb. You know, and 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 even even if you feel, hey, you know, she misspoke. Everyone that has any form of reality knows that that's just a bizarre a bizarre thing. But that's how little Variety thinks of its readers. You know, that's how little Hollywood thinks of regular people. You know, that's they true. know that that's ridiculous, but they're like, oh, you know, that people love when people say wild stuff. You know, I think they definitely knew that it was going to be controversial in the least, but I don't think they were like, shit, we better delete this tweet because it is it did not go the way that we thought it was going to go. Well, Dion, <laughs> you know? yeah, it's perfect that you talk about deleting the tweet because this, folks, is what they replaced the tweet with. I remember when I was doing Hunger Games. Nobody had ever put a woman in the lead of an action movie because it wouldn't work. We were told girls and boys can both identify with a male lead, but boys cannot identify with a female lead. Oh, absolutely. And it just makes me so happy every single time I see a movie come out that just blows through every single one of those beliefs and proves that it is just a lie to keep certain people out of the movies, to keep certain people in the same positions that they've always been in. And it's just yes. amazing to watch it happen and watch you at the helm. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> you know what I have to say to Jennifer Lawrence? One word. Wrong! Even, even, even when I, when I saw the tweet in our group chat and I just started spouting, I, you know, like naming other shit. It's like, I was half a fucking sleep when I did that. It's like, like, God damn it, man. Come on. Yeah, I like I said in the video that I put out, I didn't need Google to list those movies. Like, the Sigourney Weaver shit, it's like, oh, wait. Duh. She's not even the first. Like, you can go back decades before uh, The Hunger Games and find female-led action films. I just, I find it so funny that these people actually believe that. Now, it's not, you know... Yeah, and, and, because... and, and then and then the, the problem is you have like these these um these uh, funny you know hair colored Gen Zers who are just kind of like yeah she said the right thing there's never been one it's just like are you motherfucking retarded honestly really do you need to go get yourself goddamn checked the fact that you think the fact that you have the internet at your fingertips you can't look up a movie past 2015 is is ridiculous anybody who's any 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 person any person who's like thirty or older knows that all these movies have existed. They've been around way longer than you have, and they're you have access to all of them if you really ever, ever really want to watch them. You know, and it's dumb that you fucking think that. Well, don't worry because Jennifer Lawrence, uh, 
Well, we love her ignorance, but the thing is, she's not wrong about a lot of stuff. Women do have it. Uh, it's so different for them. So tonight, folks, on World Class Bullshitters, we wanted to take a moment to celebrate some more firsts that women did. Now, this one's a given since we can't stop talking about it, but let's celebrate the first female action star, Jennifer Lawrence. Guys, Jennifer Lawrence has done so much for the action genre. I'm just, I'm touched by her contributions, and I'd like to thank you, J-Law, for everything that you've done. Now, guys, Jennifer Lawrence isn't the only one. We're going to celebrate the very first female director, Elizabeth Banks. Now, isn't it awesome that the first female director, Elizabeth Banks, has such wonderful films as Charlie's Angels, Pitch Perfect 2, and the upcoming Cocaine Bear. Uh, she clearly is the first female director. Before her, there was never another director in history. Hell, the first movie ever was Charlie's Angels. 2019. God damn it. It was. It was. Groundbreaking. Now, now Dion, <laughs> yes. I know you're a big sports star. Have you ever seen what the first female athlete actually looks like? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Is that who I think it is? Yes, exactly wow. who it is. Okay. She's the first female wow. athlete, folks. Okay. And finally, let's celebrate the first female president. Oh, Jesus Christ. Going, going, going hard this evening. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jeff's going really going hard in the paint. <laughs> hey, I just wanted to. I just wanted to match Jennifer Lawrence because I wanted to show her the same respect that she showed us. I put the same amount of effort that she put into her interview and got paid a fraction of it. So, Jennifer Lawrence, <laughs> I'm going to start bitching about the inequality or something else. I don't know. Look, lady, variety. I blame variety. Honestly, you guys shouldn't have put that out. I mean, she's an idiot, but how many flubs are there in movies where it's like, ah, oh, we'll just cut this. We'll just delete this. Ah, oh, we'll never let this see the light of day. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. <laughs> the fact that they recorded, they took the effort and like, she said that they recorded it and then they promoted it. I'm just like, do you not know what the fuck you're doing? Like, I understand you wanted to get clicks and make, and you know, this and the other, but you got the wrong clicks. You had the wrong kind of attention coming towards you, and it made and it diminished your, the the quality of your, I guess, journalism. You want to call it? I don't know of the of the brand of variety. I don't fucking know. It, it diminished their, uh, you know, their whole thing. It was fucking dumb, man. Oh, jeez, it was. Yeah. Well, it's just you know, it's a window into how they think, you know, and 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 especially for the last ten years, obviously. You know, so many people, even if they're involved in it, they think from they think of things as blockbuster to blockbuster. You know, there is no, you know, it's it's it's, you know, movie stars, quote unquote, and 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 people of affluence in Hollywood. You know, they're they're like they're like the kids in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. You know what what happened in the before times? You know, and the before times is everything before billion dollar blockbusters and you know you know for her in that moment listen you know i'm you can kind of guesstimate where she's going with it you know but damn like for you to be hey i'm doing this interview with viola davis and we want to make sure that we sound profound and you say something wild like that because <laughs> you got caught up in the fucking moment and you're and you're just rambling you know it's just you know it's it's a good thing she's good at, at acting because otherwise I don't know what the hell else she'd be doing because she just, you know, is, isn't the best with fucking words. 
it's 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 wild. Like so, so you know, Uma Thurman's not a thing, and Sigourney Weaver and Gina Davis and uh, Pam Cynthia, Cynthia, and, Cynthia, yeah, Pam Greer, Cynthia Rothrock as well in the eighties. Cynthia Rothrock, you know, just you know, the issue. It, it's just funny that you know she she couldn't remember the before that that never was a female lead in an action movie that would do. It's like come on. You know, yeah, it's why. I mean, we, yeah, I mean, even um, the um, Tomb Tomb Raider movies did pretty good, I think, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's the that's the thing that bothers me. And like, seriously, you have to either be a robot, and Axel Foley claims everybody in this town is a robot anyway, so whatever, or like beyond stupid. Because just like the thing is, these people have the same access to what we do. How did you grow up and not know what Tomb Raider was? Like, if Jennifer Jennifer Lawrence is two years younger than I am. So I was in the, what, the sixth grade when Tomb Raider the movie came out. So, like, and it was everywhere. They made two of those films. There was yep. The Cradle of Life in 2003 and the first one in 2001. There was no way you could have avoided that. Okay, maybe you did. Then how the hell could you miss the Resident Evil films that they would not stop making for, dec- like, a decade plus? From 2002 onward, there was one of those, like, every other year. How the hell did Jennifer Lawrence not know that? How did she never hear of... Like Underworld, again, those were huge movies that were everywhere. I didn't even see any of them until later down the road, but I was aware of them. Like, this isn't, or even, and here's the thing too, folks. You can take Terminator out of that because you could argue, well, Arnold's the lead, Linda Hamilton's the second, uh, the supporting actor, so, you know, that's an Arnold film. Fine, take Terminator out of it, but how the hell could you not be aware of at least uh, Alien? Or aliens. These are household names. These are institutions of film. Like Jennifer Lawrence knows half of the people that are in these fucking movies. How can you think realistically? How could you think that you're the first? I think it just is so right. silly. Well, even even one I, even one I love to bring back when I love to bring up whenever this conversation happens is Atomic Blonde for 2017. Yeah, with her and Alex right? Theron. You know, like that was oh. a good movie. There was no agenda with that one. It was a fun time. It was good. You know. Now I'm glad Joseph Bianowicz brings up Foxy Brown and the black exploitation flicks. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. That was yeah, that was that was that was the first thing I thought of when I thought of this. I was just like, you know, like once it once again, you you want to do the whole you know people of color thing or women of color, whatever. You know, fucking Pam Greer, Foxy Brown, um, you know, Big Bird Cage, that stuff uh, with her in it. I mean, come the fuck on. How do you how do you diminish how do you diminish her and what she did? Because you're just not aware of the the medium that you work in, like. Is it too much to ask for? I I don't think it's too much to ask a a lawyer to be prepared of certain precedent or certain legal cases, much like I don't think it's uh, too much to ask of an actor to just be aware of movies that came before yours. Like, I don't need you to sit down and tell me about every Peter Jackson film prior to Lord of the Rings, or I don't need you to tell me about some Sam Peckinpah stuff or John Ford. Like, I don't need you to pick, like, obscure stuff or stuff from the past. No. Just have like, a fucking picking... general, yeah. Just have like a general understanding of what 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 happened before you. Be alive, like it's not even before her, dude. It's like <laughs> be be alive. I like that. <laughs> like, bro, she's literally five years younger than you. I looked it up for the video. Thanks. So, <laughs> there's no fucking way that she missed out on all of this stuff. It just, I, I'll leave it be. But it's so funny to me, and I, I love certain female-led action movies. There's some great ones out there. And I gave the Hunger Games a chance years ago as well. She's just been like, I've always seen her as the the teeny bopper icon 
who is like the harder version of the girl from Twilight. It's like there was Twilight for all the, the young adult people that wanted to watch a romance, and there were the Hunger Games for the people that thought they were hard. And it's like, all right, it's the same audience, the same type of thing. Go at it. Like, I just never gave a shit about this. But I was aware of it. That's the thing. I was aware of all these things, guys. But I wasn't in the demographic. <laughs> yeah, those movies, those movies weren't made for you, Jeff. They weren't made for you. I'm not a 40-year-old white guy. <laughs> Yet. When am I? Do I change race at 40? Is that what This Is 40 is about? Paul Rudd is actually black that whole movie. And then, this is 40. <laughs> he's a white guy. That dude paled out. So, yeah. I mean, it's okay if you get paler with age, right? Like the, the guy from Kid and Play. Oh, God. Have you seen the trailer for the new House Party remake? Yeah, I saw it. It was fucking upsetting. I was like, this I didn't. Is. I didn't. Well, I mean, like, and, and they tried re- redoing House Party like a few years ago as well. Again, and I was like, they're trying to remake even even with uh, what was it, Christmas Story two? They did a Christmas Story two like ten fucking years ago. They're doing another part two now. Yeah, is it Randy Quaid? Isn't Randy Quaid in the sequel? Yeah, and it's 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 weird. I'm just like, we know the other one's there. Why are you trying to fuck with us? Like, we know we can look it up. It's on the internet. It's fucking there. Oh, sorry, it's Daniel Stern. Excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, no, I, I looked up a Christmas story too. I remember when that came out and I didn't watch it because why would I a Christmas? It's a Christmas story without the original cast. At least this new one has Peter Billingsley coming back as Ralphie. This one. Yeah. yeah. No. But have you ever seen like the, they, yeah, it's, it's dumb. It's dumb, man. Have you ever seen the sequel to a Christmas story? Like the unofficial continuation of what Ralphie and his family do? No. There's a movie called Ollie Hop Noodles, Haven of Bliss. It's terrible. It's like a made-for-TV Disney movie. But it's written by Gene Shepard, the man who did the Christmas story. Or the, excuse me, In God We Trust, All Others Pay Cash. That's the name of a Christmas story's actual book. So... Okay, yeah, I, I know, I know, because, like, there's, what was it, um, American Graffiti, I, I love the movie. I tried watching part two, and I couldn't fucking do it. It's so goddamn boring and doesn't make any sense. It's fucking terrible. It's so terrible. You can't really recapture the magic of any of these things. No, it's, no. They're the, the variables of what make these things magic is that. They're the intangibles, the variables. You can't really figure out exactly what it is. Uh, last comment I'll make about this Christmas story follow-up that you've never heard of. Guess who plays Ralphie? Oh, God, who? Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be too mad at Jerry about that. That's just that's just a universe he fell in from sliders. Dion, I think you're gonna. Li- I think you're gonna like this movie. You know why? Why's that? It the whole point of the story is going up to the lake in Michigan. That's it. They go from Indiana to Michigan on a vacation. I mean, Lake Michigan's nice, motherfuckers. It is. I want to go. <laughs> and somebody hire and somebody hire Jerry O'Connell, please. DC or Marvel? Somebody hire that guy. He needs some work. <laughs> what should Jerry O'Connell do in a superhero film? I don't fucking know, man. I just just something. Have him be a PA. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that, that makes sense. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't have to actually be in the movie as long as he's you know got some work. I think he'll be okay. I, he kind of is okay because he married Rebecca Romaine and. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. I'm pretty sure they're still together too. Uh, yep, they've been married for a long time. No, they got divorced. 
Uh, according to Google, they're still married. I don't know about that. It's an it's an open marriage, Dion. Like like everything in Hollywood. Maybe. <laughs> maybe or maybe we just fell in the universe and sliders where they stayed married. Who knows? <laughs> I'm just sad I don't know the ins and out of Jerry O'Connell's personal life. What kind of person am I? This show's a fucking lie. Also, too, Jerry O'Connell's in Police Academy 5, Assignment Miami Beach. Oh, God. In an uncredited role. Oh, God. Well, what were you doing in 1988? I was being born. He was, I was busy. I was, I, was I, I was three. And Jennifer Lawrence wasn't born yet, so. Yeah, she, but, yeah, she, she wasn't born until 1990. Well, as soon as she was born, we knew that we'd have the first female action-led film in a while. So <laughs> we only had to wait 22 more years. Oh, God. <sighs> yeah, so, so idiotic. Yeah, it, it is. I can't wait. I can't wait to go. I can't wait for her to go on some fucking dumb late-night show and get interviewed about her new movie that she's doing. And then they mention that. And she has to, like you know finagle her way out of that it's like yeah well you know i was you know i, I didn't know what i was saying i, I said some stuff and then it's like well, well you know whose show she's gonna go on <laughs> i mean come on <laughs> come on will jimmy kimmel still be on tv <laughs> i mean apparently old people really like that motherfucker and they're gonna listen you know he's, he's gonna come come to the rescue good old jimmy kims god will he be in white or blackface uh, depends on who he's playing that week. Oh, okay. Do you think he can I play still... the first female action star, Jennifer Lawrence? <laughs> well, it, what better place than the first real late night talk show, Jimmy Kimmel, live? Oh, God. I'm excited to try the first food ever introduced into America, the Slim Jim. Folks, the Slim Jim <laughs> is what this country was built on. The Sears Tower, the Karoo Tower, any other tower you've seen powered by Slim Jim. Remember that, folks. Jennifer Lawrence died for our sins to give us the first action film in 2012. Oh, God. Don't you just love revisionist history? <laughs> yeah, it seems to happen a lot in Hollywood. Uh, they just keep just keep forgetting about everything that happened, especially those, uh, yeah, but like just all of them do. It's, it's, it's beyond irritating, man. It really is. What I think happened is we, Back to the Future 2 became real. Like this is just that alternate skewed timeline somewhere. Doc. I mean, my mom, my mom is not my mom is not married to Biff, so I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. He's an asshole. You're lucky. <laughs> that dude. I have his sister, Linda. He took her fucking credit cards. I got this brother, Dave. He sent that guy to fucking jail. And for some reason, he thinks I need to go to boarding school. I'm like, look, dude, I'm 34 years old. Stop trying to send me to fucking boarding school. It's terrible. It's terrible. Oh my god. Anything else you guys want to say about Jennifer Lawrence before we uh, move on to our next segment? It's 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 just not easy being the first man. Yeah, you know, it's just not easy being the first. <laughs> I mean, she's gonna have green. to she's gonna have to really lay low for for a while for people to kind of forget. Yeah, for take, a take a breather, J Lo. Yeah, yeah, go go. I don't know. Go to Joshua Tree and do shrooms or something. Just fuck out for a while. Um, yeah, she's really gonna but have she'll to. She'll be like, the at first least... person. How can you give her that advice? She'll be the first person to ever take shrooms at Joshua Tree, bro. Good, whatever. She can, she can, she can tell it. She can like go live with that experience, or whatever. I do love like, well, I don't love it, but one thing that was interesting that happened is that her, um, um, her her hacked pictures were also posted in that in that Twitter uh, thread of that uh, of that comment. It was kind of fucked up. It is. What's the, like? I don't see the correlation. Like. 
I don't either. It was just kind of weird that like those pictures started popping up in the Twitter thread. I was like, that's weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know really, really what to say about it. I don't need to white knight or defend anybody. I just honestly don't like, what does that have to do with making fun of her stupidity? Like a different thread, go with what you're going to do. I'm all on board for making fun of people. I just, it's got to have context. It's like, if we're talking shit about, we're making fun of Jerry O'Connell and stuff. So we bring up Police Academy. If all of a sudden, somewhere out of the blue, someone's like, let's talk about Bobcat Goldweight stand-up special from 92. You're like, uh, we're kind of in the middle of something else. Same yeah. thing with that. Porn has its place. 99% of the time. Please let us have fun right now with this. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just, yeah. It's It, it was just weird that, that that picture kept, a few of those pictures kept, kept coming through. And I was like, oh, that's um, that's interesting. Yeah, um, folks, it's been an interesting day. Do you think Jennifer Lawrence actually gives a shit, or do you think she's like sitting around going, like, "Oh God, I fucked up"? I don't know. I mean, she's probably just like, "God damn it, fucking internet." That's not what I meant, you know. That's how they usually do that shit. Nope. But yeah, I mean, but I also wouldn't be surprised if she, you know, got riled up by Variety and you know all the other publications are going to come running to defend her good honor name <laughs> now there, there's actually one person that does want to defend her good name and honor and that's sigourney weaver in a touching oh, interview actress sigourney weaver thanked fellow actress jennifer lawrence for boldly paving the way for female action stars like her before jennifer starred in the hunger games no female had ever played in an action film before said weaver starting to get choked up when I was filming Alien in 1979, studios were doubtful that a scrawny woman could draw an audience like a burly Schwarzenegger or Stallone. Jennifer broke that glass ceiling for all of us. If it weren't for her courage, I would never have gotten my roles in Alien, Aliens, Alien 3, Alien Resurrection, or my little-known indie film, Avatar. <laughs> Other Hollywood stars have come forward as well, thanking Lawrence for making it possible to see iconic heroines on the big screen, such as Sarah Connor in Terminator, Beatrix Kiddo in Kill Bill, and Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Her bold creative risks made our careers possible, said Uma Thurman. We owe everything to Jennifer Lawrence. At publishing time, J.K. Rowling had also come forward to thank Lawrence for inventing the young adult fiction genre. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Well, I, I too love the Babylon Bee. So, folks... Jennifer Lawrence has invented the action picture, we invented the light bulb, and you invented the internet. So let's take a minute to use the thing you all invented to thank you guys. Dion, pick a number between 1 and 69, please. Uh, give me a sloppy 69, sir. Threats are part of wrestling, you know. But you gotta look at the person that's making the threats. This fat son of a bitch is challenging all of us, has been world champions before, been in this business 15, 20 years, and this fat son of a bitch is going to challenge us all out. He's going to calm down, calm down, okay? All right? He's fat! Like, to... I'm... <laughs> Fucking love Scott Steiner. God damn it. Now, folks, thank you for joining us tonight, as always. Like we keep saying, we appreciate you. Up next, we have a super chat from our friend... Stephen Kraft. Actually, no, sorry. Stephen Kraft, you are not next. Just a moment. Uh, Joseph Bianowicz says, Hulk, bro Hulk breathing, Joe Rogan water rush, and a ghost horse party boob. Support McClunky. <laughs> oh, God, McClunky. Oh, my God. That's, yeah, that, that's, that's a pretty far, that's a really far back. That was the, one of the first buttons I ever made. 
I don't think McClunky's still around anymore. Shit. The way StreamYards works, folks, is you have 100 spots. And you can fill those spots with stuff like this. Uh, you can have the Dark Fate. You could have Michael Myers roll out. We forgot to use that this Halloween. Hell, you can even have the Wokebusters logo pop up. Uh, on Twitter, folks, I shared some behind-the-scenes stuff of Wokebusters. And there's more coming. I uh, drew an ink a page earlier this week. Uh, just penciled another one today. Going to do that. Knocking out three to four a week just to get Wokebusters to you by the end of the first quarter, 2023. Be on the lookout for that, folks. Uh, update soon. Now, uh, Joseph Bienowicz, you also wanted a... Where is that at? Oh, yeah. So we got to do Hulk Hogan breathing. And Hulk Hogan breathing... <laughs> Oh, I did not mean to press that last one. <laughs> and then, um, oh yeah, the water rush. So here you go. Water rush right about, Joe Rogan should just pay us money. Imagine if you gave a white supremacist five MEO DMT, and then as the first one, as they're exhaling. Yeah. was a rush and folks i have good news coach kendall will be joining us in just a few moments so get ready and dion again i'm sorry but the audience they did it Stuff of nightmares, folks. Stuff of nightmares. So, thank you, Joseph Bianowicz. Stephen Kraft, thank you very much again for your very generous super chats. He says, you ever heard of The Perils of Pauline? Movie serial with Plucky Harris seeking adventure before she gets married and manager of her evil estate always trying to offer and claim the fortune. Made in 1914. Oh, well, I had heard about The uh, Perils of Pauline because of my, I think my mom talked about that. Um... I've never seen it, though. Have you guys? No. Hmm. This is the first time I'm hearing about it. Well, not only was it a 1914 serial produced by William Randolph Hearst, uh, it was also um, made into a film in 1947. So, <laughs> some of the chapters with Pauline being in peril are uh, Her in an Airfield, A Treasure Island Expedition, uh, Abduction by the Chinese, what the fuck? Balloon cliff operator. Devil's Island. Indians. Sophie McCallan's wedding. Oh shit, Sophie McCallan's wedding? That's a, that's a fucking hard one to get through. And the germs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I might actually want to watch The Perils of Polly and it could be fun. <laughs> that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there was a... It was reused in 1933. <laughs> this is what they did. They basically took the same footage put sound over it and told a different story over old footage. Oh my so God. Perils of Pauline is like the first reboot, essentially, or remake. 
Yeah. And then, yeah, there was the film in 47, and then again in 1967. So, guys, we have missed out on the perils of Pauline. Uh, she's a pop culture icon that Jennifer Lawrence should have known. But, alas, that wasn't the case. Now, this is a great screen name. We have Drone Cold Steve Austin, who says the first woman to give birth was a millennial, probably. That, that time's out about right, wouldn't you guys say? Yeah. Yes, it would. Adam Wofford, thank you very much. The first Christmas story, too, wasn't official. I think there was rights problems. Also, Jeff, 46 and 69. Um, Adam Wofford, it was official. Like, it's definitely official. It just sucks. Um, I, well, okay. I haven't watched it, but I don't want to watch it. Do you need to watch a Christmas story, too, to know it sucks? No. No, because it's called a Christmas story, too. You don't, you just immediately know it's crap. Yeah, the story ended. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like what was it, Kindergarten Cop two, or if they ever made like Jingle All the Way two. It's like those are going to be shit. You just know it. Oh no, by, he's right. Some... Uh, the the our sorry, our listener was right. It is. It's not a. It's not based on Gene Shepard's writing. It's an original script. Oh god! So it's like Troll two. Oh my where god! Just, <laughs> where they just named it according to that with a part two, with a two next to it to make people go watch it. But there's no Harry Potter. Troll one had Harry Potter. That was the name of the kid. Okay. It's like a weird factoid. Like, the dad and the kid are both named Harry Potter. And so, hey, J.K. Rowling didn't do it first. The first Harry Potter starred Jennifer Lawrence in a a role. Um, Rob Brantz, thank you very much. Oh, sorry. We forgot the buttons. Uh, 46 and 69. So, here is number 46 for you. Right. I can't count. Here we go. I'm going to kick your ass later. And then the next one is right around. Uh, uh, uh. Oh no, not again. He didn't die that time. And then Rob Brantz, thank you very much. He says some positive news. The new Suicide Squad game will have Kevin Conroy in it as Batman one more time. Managed to record before his unfortunate passing. Have you guys heard about this? No, I didn't hear about that. That's yeah, good. Though. I'm gu- glad. Um, I'm glad they did that. Yeah, I heard about it. It was um, a trailer just dropped on Twitter, IGN's Twitter, I think, a couple hours ago. So, I mean, I thought it was just like a tribute thing, but then yeah, that's that's apparently the um, the rumor, or not the rumor, but confirmed. They had a cool little thank you, Kevin, at the end of it too. Oh, nice. Nice. I will not be playing this game though. Yeah, probably not. Like, I'm just not interested in a game that doesn't feature Batman in the Batman world. It all stems from my problem with rights and IPs and how they want to do everything as the brand. It's like nobody gives a fuck about the brand. We care about the characters, the people that are part of the story. We're supposed to feel like they're real. When you make them the brand, that just makes it fake and hollow and feel less than real and we get it it's fiction but we're supposed to connect with our characters and nobody can connect with a brand you know do you connect with the nike swish do you connect with that coca-cola curl no you connect with michael jordan who represents nike you you connect with uh the polar bear who represents coca-cola and so you know those things are intrinsic to the brand and certain things Transcend brands, like real people, real characters, real men of genius, like Dr. Kendo Slice. What's up, man? 
Howdy, howdy. How you been? Tired, man. It's been a long fucking week. Yeah. Um, one of our listeners has been very patient, Kendo. They sent in a message just for you. Okay. Because um, he says, it's from Sejorjan who says, Coach Kendo, do the military figure Sergeant Reckless from the Korean War? Or sorry, Ken, Coach Kendo, do you, the military figure, Sergeant Reckless from the... I guess he meant to say, do you know Sergeant Reckless from the Korean War? Uh, not off the top of my head, but I'd be glad to look him up. Uh, I guess we finally stumped Coach Kendo. Sergeant Reckless. America's War. Oh, let's see. Let's take a look here. Sergeant Reckless was a horse. Ah, of course he was. He was a decorated war horse who held the official rank in the United States military. Now, Jeff, a fun fact. I don't know if you knew this or not, but like we use a lot of military dogs and things like that to, you know, sniff out the insurgents who hide in their little rat holes that they live in and shit into. Fucking Durka Dirks. So they're called, hey, 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 they're called Hodges. Get it right. Whatever. So from one Haji to another. So anyway, <laughs> did you know that the military animals always serve a rank higher than their handlers in order to prevent abuse? No, I did not. Yes. So a dog may have the rank of like, you know, first sergeant or not uh, like a staff sergeant where his handler might only be a sergeant. So technically, if the sergeant were to mishandle the dog, he'd be abusing authority or like disrespecting authority. And we get slammed in the brig and probably, you know, corn old. <laughs> That's the number one fear in the military. If I step out of line, uh oh, better watch out. <laughs> I'm going to so, get corn old. So Staff Sergeant Reckless here was a Mongolian horse mm. um, and was known for eating scrambled eggs, beer, Coca-Cola, and once about $30 worth of poker chips. <laughs> yeah, Sar Staff Sergeant uh, Sergeant Reckless was awarded two Purple Hearts. Wow, fucking horse took and taking bullets for the military. And here's Dion is hating horses, so therefore he hates America. Uh, the Dick and Metal, <laughs> Navy Presidential Unit. I, I, is there a book about this horse? I want to read the book about this horse. I gotta read. The, I, I gotta find out if there's a book about said horsey, and I would like to read about this horse. Typically, I just read about horse. famous. I typically read about famous war like race horses, but you know, I'm totally cool. And it was a mare, so it was a chick. The first action hero, not Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> oh, shit. How can you say that? We have a button that proves otherwise right here. The first female action star, Jennifer Lawrence, right there. That's true. Although She's I wonderful. have it on good authority. I heard it somewhere earlier today that because The Rock is now transitioned to The Roxy, um, that he is now, she, retroactively the most famous and well-known first action hero of all time for the females. So there, there's that. Because that's how it works. It's the transitive property. Thanks, Rock. Literally. <laughs> Thanks, Rock. <laughs> now he could he could just change his change his pronouns in his Twitter bio and just be like identify this now. That's it. The thing is, nobody'd give him any shit about it. Like, that's that's true. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. No, it's, uh, well, it's not a big deal. Thing is, people are actually starting to give the Rock shit. I saved this until you were here, Kendo, because I wanted to hear your take. So. Joe Rogan is calling The Rock out because of his steroid use, and he wants him to 
be honest. So during the latest episode of the Joe Rogan show, or excuse me, the Joe Rogan experience, Rogan began talking about the recent admission by Brian Liver King Johnson that he uses steroids for his cut bid and is not raw meats exercise and health programs that he exposed, that he espoused. So guys, did you hear about the Liver King uh, coming out as fake? Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I saw that the other yep. day. But it's, it's one of those things where you look at the guy and you're just like, come the fuck on, dude. Come, come on. Yeah, no fucking 40-year-old is that fucking shredded. Right. And the yeah. thing is, it's funny because it's the same thing that, like, if you – like, there's certain channels, like, if you watch on YouTube, like Simon Miller or – he doesn't do it as much, but, like, uh, Coach Greg Doucette and all that stuff, they're all the time doing stuff like that because, like, some of them – and I don't know if it was those guys or if it was other people in the um, bodybuilding critique circle that – um pretty much called out uh what's his name nick what do we call that guy the roided packy was it was that <laughs> they called they called him out oh my god hold on i have to i i forgot his name i have to look him up right now his name's like kunal kumar oh, yeah, 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 yeah. kunal and johnny yeah yeah so that they called out like a bunch of Hollywood celebrities like him and a bunch of others that get completely fucking ripped for roles when they're like 35, 40 years old and say, oh, yeah, it's just egg whites and chicken breasts and broccoli every day, like four times a day. And they're like, there's no fucking way eating that is going to get you looking like that when you're well past what is typically the athletic prime of like men, even in today's society. So. I'm not surprised when anybody goes, hey, that guy that's like 50 years old and completely fucking yoked out, he's probably on roids. You're probably right. I mean, you typically aren't putting on big muscle mass when you're that old. No. You start to fall apart. <laughs> and the thing is, no. yeah, I saw where he called out The Rock's like, just, hey, come clean, bro, come clean. The Rock doesn't have to. None of those guys have to. It's the same thing with like Barry Bonds. They don't have to come out and say, you know, I've used steroids. We can just look at them and we know. We don't, well, it, it, it's not a big deal. No, I don't really care. Um, neither is the liver King. Was he a performer, like a performing athlete? Was he competing? Was he? No, doing no, no. Well, or? no, no. What, what it was is that his, his whole philosophy was that everything's like, his whole thing was like natural, like, you know, go outside, get exercise, you know, sun, you know, be in the sun, this, that whole thing, only liver and then buy my supplements so you can be like me. You know, now, that was outside of the supplement part. It feels like he was just trying. Look, I'm not making excuses for him, but like everything he said, or what you're quoting, is all positive stuff. Well, yeah, and 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 the thing is, well, and also he kept going on every podcast saying, "Oh, I don't take, I don't take these, I don't take uh, any steroids. I'm completely natural." You know, okay. it's like it's like remember that girl we saw at uh, Horror Hound that had the giant tits? It's like if she said, "Oh, oh I'm natural," it's like bullshit. Yeah, right? there's that's not possible. You'd float away. <laughs> <laughs> she was floating away. She like was. <laughs> she had she had two giant anchors holding her down. <laughs> those, those are actually propping her up in life, but we'll talk later. <laughs> now, I, the reason I ask is because there's a difference. I, I, I say this. There's a difference between when you have or you're on steroids for performance versus for looks and stuff like that. I really don't care. Uh, if any of the Marvel people, like Chris Hemsworth, is on steroids, or if uh, Chris Evans or some of these people that have these like big physiques for movies, I I don't care. I just I feel it's weird. It's like Joe Rogan is not the voice of reason in all this. Do you guys think he is or no? No, I th I mean I mean I, th I think he's just kind of just tired of like people in the health sphere, you know, touting being natural stuff and touting their own brand so they can just make a, make some money and you know, 
make it seem like, oh, if you buy my supplements, you can be just like me, kind of stuff. I think he's tired of that. But I mean, he's not justified anything about that. He's not the one that you should be calling these people out. Like, like, like you said, Jeff, we we all know that they're they're using. They're not going to admit it, and we, and and honestly, we don't care. It doesn't affect any way we view them. I mean, we're still going to go watch their movies and buy some of their stuff every now and again. Like, it's not a big deal, right? Hmm. I just always love when celebrities like to call each other out. It's fun. Um, it is. It, it's oh, it's yeah. it's beautiful, wonderful entertainment. But like I said, at, at the end of the day, it's like, do we? Do I care if some fucking Hollywood actor is like roiding himself up to do take on an action movie role? No. Do I care if there is you know you're not allowed to do that in sports and people are roiding up and you know getting an unfair advantage and then is that a problem? Yeah, yeah, that is because that's you know putting the thing in an imbalance and that's. It's a competition at that point, so you're not supposed to do that. But then again, if everybody's doing it, then it's like the steroid era of baseball where everybody was fucking taking roids. It's like, well, who's yeah. really getting the advantage here if they're well, all yeah, fucking yeah. juicing? Well, yeah, and this is something happened with Lance, Lance Armstrong because like they tested him and you know, he was juicing. And they tested all the other fucking bicyclists as well, and they were, they, were, they were juicing too. And it's like, at what point does this just not become fucking normal? Yeah, like they 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 they're like Lance Armstrong's been popped for blood doping. So has the rest of the fucking field at the Tour de France, except this one guy. Congratulations, Pierre! You finished two hundred fortieth, but you are now the Tour de France champion. <laughs> oh, he's like Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, to cross the finish line. Yeah, he's he's last, but he's first. Yeah, I mean, well. you know, he he was first among the natural athletes. So that's that's the big <laughs> takeaway there. Now I want to ask you a question. Uh, where does the goodwill that Lance Armstrong bring uh, factor in, if at all? Because, yeah, he cheated. There's no excuse. But Livestrong raised a lot of money for cancer and helped a lot of people. That was the real sticky wicket there because also at the same time, like, he was a cancer survivor or still is a cancer survivor. So there was the goodwill there and the, the brand recognition and all the money they raised. So it's like – it's hard to be mad at him and throw stones about him fucking doping and cheating and all that stuff at the same time where he's when, because of the fact he did that, he became a brand unto himself to be able to raise all that money for cancer research. So it's like, he did it for, he did it for the the right reasons and the wrong reasons at the exact same time. And I feel like that's why when you look at say sports in general, Lance Armstrong is known as a cheater, but we don't, vilify him whereas you've got a whole host of people in baseball like bonds mcguire and clemens and all those guys that got busted for cheating and well they didn't even get busted for cheating they're just under immense suspicions for cheating and um they are kind of vilified and turned into punchlines and jokes and were not voted into the hall of fame specifically because it was kind of one of those you probably were cheating. Yes, Barry Bonds, you. you. People's heads and feet sizes don't get bigger when they're like 36. It <laughs> doesn't happen. Something's going on here. Or Roger Clemens, you kept getting injured, but yet you came back so soon after these injuries. Something, Something's not right here. Well, yeah, speaking of that, like the same thing happened with Kunal and Johnny. Like his whole fucking face changed shape all of a sudden when he was working out. It's like, oh, how did this happen? Yeah, those you just, you, you, you just worked out a lot, buddy? Let's see. You were, you, you were eating fucking, you know, boiled chicken, um, um, steamed broccoli, and brown rice. That's it? That's how this happened? Okay. That's, that's going to be brown rice. Yeah, really. 
Just be, just because he's from that part of the world, it has to be brown rice. He can't have white rice, bro. <laughs> you caught me. Okay, you caught me. I'm sorry. Nice shit coming out of Nick Utam's mouth, folks. If you're mad at Nick Utam, <laughs> you know what you can do. You can send him a hate mail to Nick oh, Utam, care of WCBS Show, fourteen three twenty Ventura Boulevard, Suite one sixty three, Sherman Oaks, California nine one four two three. Dot com. <laughs> yes. It'll be the first. It'll be the I mean, first we, package we, we ever both... receive. I mean, I mean, we we we've both we both admitted to be horrible racists on the show. I don't know why you're you know trying to <laughs> put blame on me as well. Because everybody expects me to be racist. <laughs> why do you think That's... that is, Kendo? Let's talk about that. That's the rest of the show, folks. Why? Do oh you my think God! Kendo's racist? <laughs> well, I mean, it is a fairly black and white issue. <laughs> By the way, shout out to Dirk McGurkelstein for pointing out that. John Lennon was shot, or J-Lo shot John Lennon over cheating on her with Yoko. Today is the 42nd anniversary of the Black Black, and this is an incident involving one John Lennon. Is that why the Mary Sue put out an article about today is a day to celebrate Yoko Ono? Oh, yes, and that is, yes, oh my God, they, they put out a fucking article about that? Jesus Christ. Because my those views ins- on John Lennon are very, very well known. God, those insensitive whores. They're the worst, Nick. They fucking are. I'm still waiting for somebody to make a fucking mirrored Twitter account of just their their stuff so that nobody has to click on and read their articles. Well, I mean, they, they could put out tweets and then once they're starting to get ratioed and shit all over, delete them. Oh, that'd be, oh, that'd just, be like just like variety. Just like variety. That's uh, Hollywood. It's, look, that's the MO on social media. Say something stupid, delete tweet, act like it never happened. I mean, if anything, we should celebrate today by having Yoko Ono sing on the show. Yoko, do you think we do you think we could pull that here on the channel? I think we could. I, 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 Dion, you've got connections. Can could you get Yoko Ono to pop in and sing a song for us today? Dion, I don't know if that was singing or the court of blood technique because a court of blood just dropped out of my body when you were finished with that. <laughs> no, he stubbed his toe. He stubbed his toe. That's what happened. I hate it when that happens. I bleed on the inside. Karate man. Um, Guys, did you know this week we had an anniversary? Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, it was the anniversary of Beverly Hills Cop this week. So oh, nice. I celebrated by doing what I do most days, listening to Axel F. Nice, 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 nice. So like every other day, then gotcha. Yeah. Well, this week it was a it was a jazz rendition this time. Oh, it was a jazz. Okay, all right. It was, it's funky too. I'll send it to you. you. The thing is, you don't know what it is for like the first forty five seconds, and you're like, holy shit! All right. That's as much as we can play without getting a copy strike. <laughs> yeah, correct. Dude, oh, I gotta be careful. Uh. The dookie button might have got us dinged, and we have to be careful because it's starting to affect us. So we're gonna have to delete that just now and tell people, like, "Sorry, guys, we can't do that one anymore." Because uh, blame YouTube, not, ladies and gentlemen, blame YouTube. Yeah, not our choice. The thing that is, the damn Hulkamania you... running wild all over our buttons. I know, right? The shit that was a problem <laughs> from a movie that came out decades ago. It's like thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Musk, can you please please make a make a YouTube version for Twitter? That'd be great. Thanks, buddy. Shit. 
I mean, look, it would benefit us, Dion. You think, oh, this is terrible. No, it would actually help us out big time. Because it would end the stupid shit on YouTube that, well, follow us on Twitter, folks, and you'll see what people are talking about. <laughs> oh, man. So let's check with the audience before we talk about uh, another topic, shall we? Kendo, pick a number. Oh, let's go with six. Oh, great. You get this one. I remember when I was doing Hunger Games, nobody had ever put a woman in the lead of an action movie yeah. because it wouldn't work. It, we... Oh, boy. Yeah. I know. Like now, you can just hear the 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 arrogance and the stupidity all at once, and that and that woman's voice. Well, duh. And she's Hollywood, man. That's where it comes from. That or Kentucky. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't do. Are people in Kentucky really that arrogant? What do they have to be arrogant and proud of? UK basketball. Not recently. <laughs> Dude, I haven't lived there in years. I'm going by like knowledge from like 2012. Okay, in okay. 2012, people were still going on about UK basketball. <clears throat> Did the coach die or something? Is that what happened? No. So they won a national, finally won a national championship after forever of not, fucking not being able to pull it off. And then there's that. Yeah, you know, they're just not that. Not you know, they might not be that good this year. Yeah, they're they're just currently on a down cycle for the last year or so. Essentially, everybody's doing what. Yeah, I was gonna say. You, essentially, everybody's copying the Kentucky model of finding the really tall black kid and 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 bringing him in and saying you're gonna be our best basketball player. And then after one year, you can go get all this money from the NBA. And then other schools were like, "Why can't we do that? Wait, we can." So then they went and started doing that, and they got caught up with. Hmm. I don't really need to follow sports because I can just ask you and get everything I need to know in about 30 seconds. That's mm-hmm. what we should do. It's like uh, we should offer those on shorts. It's like, folks, if you have any questions about anything, uh, let us know. and We'll tell you in 30 seconds or less well, everything yeah. you need to know. Dion and Kendo on sports for 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Um, the fucking, uh, whatchamacallit, the the, chi- uh, the Chargers, or the, the, the Rams fucking lost. I hold a grudge. Because I live in this city, and I'm like, fuck all the sports teams in this town. They suck. Well, yeah, the Rams are awful. They're down to like their fourth string quarterback. Wait, no, they went and got Baker. Baker Mayfield, baby, he's in the game. Yeah, he ain't doing shit right now. Well, that's because the Rams are bad. They're the worst Super Bowl champion of all time. Yeah, I'm just bitter from the Super Bowl of this year. Yeah, you learn to get over it. <laughs> Some of us don't know what that feels like. Yeah, you should be you should be thankful that you know what it feels like to watch your team completely fucking capitulate in the biggest game of the season because Dion doesn't know what that's like. Not even been. I'm there, sorry, but... Dion. Yeah. Would you even know what to do with yourself if you got there? Get absolutely trashed. Yeah, I don't think we'd hear from Dion. You remember that bender I went on after the Blues won the Stanley Cup? I yes. Like Dion. <laughs> Dion would be on something like that, except for he would make what I did look like a fucking tea hour. He would listen. I, and that's I not, am that's not, not even them winning it. The next day, I'm going to the parade, and if a riot breaks out, I'm picking up a trash can and throwing it through a car window. <laughs> now I'm going to come visit. Detroit sports fan fashion. Yeah. Uh, 
Sounds like Michigan on a Tuesday. Don't Jeez. go to the state capitol. <laughs> um, so, uh, Rob Brands, thank you very much. Uh, Xavier Degott says, Fuck Mary Kill, PS2, Xbox 360, and Nintendo 64. Ooh! I'm killing Xbox 360. I am f- fucking in 64 and marrying the PS2. That's a good list. I'm going to marry the N64 out of nostalgia's sake. <laughs> Fuck the PS2 and kill the 360. Those are my three favorite consoles of all time. Yeah, I mean, I've I've enjoyed the shit out of all those. That the In that scenario, you have to kill the 360 because, I mean, chances are it's going to red ring a death itself anyway. Um, but to this day, I still look forward to going home to play my PlayStation two. I can't say the same thing about my 64. So that's why the fuck is involved. Plus the best games you wanted on 64 are available on switch. Fair. I'm uh, working my way through the shadow temple right now, or sorry, nice. the spirit temple. Spirit that's temple. my favorite temple of all time. I, the only thing I don't like is when you have to time travel to go back to the kid, then do things, then go back. I'm just like, I'm here. I'm ready to fucking take this temple down. I hate doing the fucking side quests to get ready. But that's what makes it fun. Dude, I got to say, though, because I didn't have my bottle game lined up. I only had one bottle with one fairy. What a loser. I know, right? (laughs) Well, the thing is, I fucked up. I put a Poe in one of my other bottles, and I don't know where to take the Poe. And so So I just... Poe shop and... uh... Castle, Hyrule Castle Town. Thank you. I'll go there tonight when I turn yeah. the game back on. When you first walk through the door of the butt fucked edition of you know, mm-hmm. you know Hyrule, go go right in there and on that first right that was like the guard station. It's now the post shop. Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna do that because if, if it's a big if, if if it's a big pojo, he'll give you a, I think a hundred smackers or fifty. And you got to get 10 of those to get the fourth bottle, which is a grind and a half and probably, and it's never been worth it enough for me to actually do it. And um, if you just got one of the little pose, it gives you like 20 bucks or something like that. It's not a big deal. There's a trick though. You know, the bottle trick, right? Um, No, it's a glitch. You can actually just, you can really ruin your game in the middle of you using your bottle to pick up an object, switch it to another item in your inventory. And that item in the inventory becomes a bottle. It replaces hmm. it. So, like, realistically, you could break the game and replace the Ocarina of Time. That would not be a very good move to make. No, it would not. Um, because that's, like, an extremely crucial item to have to complete said game. You can't beat the game Ocarina of Time without the Ocarina of Time. I'm just saying. Right. So, guys, we do have a multitude of fuck, Mary kills. We're actually going to save that as a segment because it's more fun that way. We can count them down. We can get into that. I wanted to talk about something that made my eyes roll so hard that I could see my brain. Now, when you watch nature shows, what is your number one concern? Uh, Kendo, what is your number one concern when you watch a nature show? Do I have enough chips or am I going to have to fucking get up and go get more? Dion, what about you? Um, please don't eat the cute camera girl. Nick? That's a fair concern. That's very fair. Is the camera guy going to get eaten or not? Well, it depends on what kind of night it turns into. Well, according to one researcher, they have a problem with Shark Week because it features too many white guys. Have you guys seen this one? 
I have not. Oh, boy. So, Professor Lisa Whitenack, that's her name, somehow managed to overcome the dearth of women on the Discovery Channel Shark Week to become a researcher of the ocean predator. Whitenack told the Washington Post she rarely saw any women that she could look up to on the show. And so, what would make her think she could go on to study sharks? Well, hold on a second. This person's offended that there wasn't anyone for her to look up to on television. Guys. Jesus Christ. I thought TV was there to entertain us, not to teach us to look up to these people. Like, I like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Well, listen, that's just the thing. You know, know, and and I get that there are dimensions to television and all that, but, you know, know, there's, there's... yeah, it's here to entertain us, but fuck. Apparently, you know, they, they want to heap a lot of responsibility onto what we watch, which, you know, is annoying. It is annoying, and they keep doing that. And it's just funny that of all the things, you know, are there a lot? Who who even knows how many people of color are in the field of 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 the science of sharks? I I'm, you know, it's just I don't I don't get it. I don't. Well, I mean, there was a documentary called Blackfish, so you know, there there's one. Right. Yes. Right. And how they were mistreated. Okay. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> obviously it happens to us darkies. You know what I mean? But it's you like know, roots it's in just... the aquatic world. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a hell of a docudrama or miniseries. You think we get John Amos to star in it? <laughs> Probably. Is he still around? I don't know. I mean, look, I'm not sure if John Amos is still alive or not, but talk amongst yourselves while we, you know, fantasy book. Yes, John Amos is still alive. Thank while God. we fantasy book, uh, you know, Roots, the aquatic version. <laughs> oh, you know what we could do? It could be about black mermaids. <laughs> we could beat Simon. Disney to the punch. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> I mean, what could... It's like Deep Impact Armageddon. Why not, you know, Little Mermaid and then our version? Yeah. My Black Ass Mermaids. <laughs> Nubian Mermaids. Nubian Mermaids. Dude, Nubian Mermaids sounds like a great sequel to 31 Flavors of Brown Girl. <laughs> Wait, Nubian Mermaid should just be the name of a fucking song. It should be. It should be. <laughs> and, 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 and the entire time the hook is... What's a Nubian? <laughs> well, Kendo, you you remember the Beavis and Butthead movie very well, right? Yes. Remember the movie, the song uh, "Come with Me, Lesbian Seagull." Yeah, "Fly High, Lesbian Seagull." Oh God, feel, that movie! I feel like song. You could borrow the lyric or the the, uh, the musical cadence of "Lesbian Seagull" for Nubian Mermaid, since they have the same amount of syllables, and that could be a jumping off point for our song creation. Hmm. La la la, Nubian Mermaid. I think Lesbian Seagull is a real song, too, isn't it? I think it's a, yeah, it's an Engelbert Humperdinck song. <laughs> of course it is. I thought oh. he... My grandma, he was my grandma's favorite singer. She He's like, still oh, alive. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Arnold Damn. George Dorsey, known professionally as Engelbert Humperdinck. He was born on May 2nd, 1936. Why is the name Engelbert Humperdinck a professional name? Like... I don't know, but he's from Madras. Oh, okay. <laughs> that explains a lot. And he or his origin was Leicester, England, or Leicester for the American folks. Huh. 
How about that? Engelbert. The more you learn, folks, you know, if you if you were unaware of the existence of Nubian mermaids or, you know, lesbian seagulls or Engelbert Humperdinck, for that matter, it's a good thing you turned in right now. Hey, uh, you guys want my Black Atlanteans? That's our reality show. <laughs> That'd be an interesting, uh, interesting movie. Hmm. So... It's funny, though, back to the article about the shark whiteness. This this woman who uh, became a researcher herself, professor of uh, biology at Allegheny College, uh, she's bothered by the amount of white people on TV. She says... Um, <laughs> There's a channel I, you, you need to buy, lady. Yeah. So when there are hundreds of people of color interested to work in a field, and when my field is more than half women, maybe it's not an accent anymore that they're only featuring white men. White men. Uh, the woman, another woman, went on to say that they're mostly white guys named Mike. Interestingly <laughs> enough, the researchers concede that the study that they assume the whiteness of the white men on Shark Week. They did not ask about the individual racial identities of the particular experts. Blah blah blah. So this is a I thing. People like are that coincidence. Like, it just so happens to be that way. It's not like they're going. I highly doubt that the fucking Discovery Channel is sitting there in their boardroom. And they're going, you know what? We have Shark Week coming up. And what screams sharks more than white men? Which, by the way, I mean, they're not entirely wrong because I've seen white people lose their fucking minds on Facebook and Twitter over the fucking Shark Week thing. So. Clearly, it is a thing that white people. Well, do I mean, well, no, for that's, some reason, they're just they're just being mad on other people's behalf, like they like like a, a lot of them all you know always are. It's just really frustrating. Don't I just, you love to get offended on people's behalf, so Nick? Oh, all the fucking time. I always, I, it, it's it, it, it's something I do every every weekend, you know, just just for fun. I mean, it's what I do for kicks personally, but I don't judge. <laughs> so from now on, I, I honestly, we should start, you know, Jaws is no longer a great white shark. It's a great Caucasian shark. Mm. <laughs> he's not that great either. No, he's an okay Caucasian shark. <laughs> well, his, then, real name, his, his real name was Bruce. Okay. So let's, yeah. let's, let's and then what in. we need to do is we need to, and folks, you could help us with this. If you want to help, you know, right or wrong here, tweet discovery channel multiple times about how in order to fix the whiteness of shark week we get dion green to be a presenter <laughs> or at least would... go out on a boat to look at the sharks or something <laughs> yeah I just mean, just to, no, no 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 just to look at them not get in the water with them just yeah, no dion you don't have to look at, you you can just you can just ride on the boat with everybody else and when the people are jumping in the cages to go down there and fucking act like a chew toy you can just sit there <laughs> on the side of the boat look at them going mm -mm, that's a bad idea you shouldn't do that absolutely well yeah i'm 100 gun eh, i shouldn't say we'll, we'll talk about negotiations we'll talk about negotiations <laughs> why you want to get it you want to get in the water with them no <laughs> I mean, but I also don't want to have there be a risk of some jaws like shit that can happen. Oh, that was just a movie. Yeah, hey, you, you you're not going to Martha's Vineyard. Calm down. Yeah, no, yeah, you don't have to worry about any of that. You're just gonna hang out on the boat, and every time they show you, you're just gonna be sitting there holding a the beer. You know, maybe like yeah, uh, yeah. Just know, be, just be, just from be Bell's. Quint. Just be Quint. There you go. Just be Quint. Just sing, sing shanties and drink beer. Just do that, okay? Yeah, you're just sitting there drinking beer with a cigar, maybe a deep sea fishing rod, and you're just sitting there looking at them, going, "I don't know why y'all think this is a good idea." <laughs> yeah, 
that makes it sound a lot better. Yeah. No, you don't have to get in the water. The closest you have to be to the water is on the boat. And these are decent-sized boats. They're not like those little rink-a-dink fucking things that uh, what's-his-name took out took uh, Roy Scheider out there in. And, you know, oh, Richard quick. Yeah, Price's. yeah, yeah. And then... Yeah, he, he took him out in some little fucking rink-a-dink boat. You're not going to have to do that. You're going to go out on a really good, you know, shark expedition boat to where you don't even have to worry about the shark getting anywhere near you. You might see a fin. You might see him swimming around. But that shark ain't getting nowhere near you. You ain't got nothing to worry about. You're just sitting there to, you know, be representation. Be representation. <laughs> and drink beer. And fire on the camera, girl. There you go. This is how Shark Week gets interesting. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I would actually, I've never watched will, Shark Week will we, I've never will cared. We a, will, yeah, will, will Dion incur a lawsuit or not? <laughs> yeah, I've, ne- I've never once oh, bothered to look at Shark Week because I don't care. But if somebody's like, Shark Week's going to be on and Dion's going to be on it, then I will watch it. They're like, well, number one, I'm now part of the solution. And number two, <laughs> that's my friend. And I want to give him the views. Exactly. <laughs> and understand his point of view. Right. We maybe that's how better we, people. Yeah, maybe that's how we solve all the problems in the world. Because I mean, me and Cody Rhodes can't solve racism all by ourselves. We need some help. <laughs> no. And getting Dion on TV for Shark Week is going to be a huge bridge to, to that gap. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Agreed. <laughs> Dion, well, I, I mean, want to thank you for changing the world. I do my best, brother. I do my best. Well, yeah, Discovery and uh, HBO Max are going to merge, and they are going to. You know, look for look for new people for all their stuff soon because I'm sure they're doing a lot of firing. So you know, Dion can always put his you know name in in the hat to be you know presenter for Shark Week. Why don't they have us do Shark Week? That would be hilarious. We could be presenters. We could go out on the boat. Nick can go in the cage. Cage goes in the water. Sharks in the water. Our shark. Our shark. (laughs) Jeff. Jeff. Jeff can. Jeff can go in the cage. He's 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 bigger. He he can try to fight the shark off. It's I can't fit in the cage. No, thank you. Yeah. Those cages are built for people that aren't the size of, you know, somebody that's double the size of a regular size person. <laughs> you know, there's a reason why David Robinson was let out of the Navy. He was too tall to be on the fucking submarine. You know, those shark cages are. Have you ever watched wrestling, Nick? When they have the shark cage matches, the manager always goes in there for a reason because they're short. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Jeff's six six. He ain't fitting in a shark cage. No. His feet will be sticking out. He'll get bitten and eaten, and that'll defeat the purpose of the cage. Fine, then you yeah, find the Nick, you go in. You go foot. in. I mean, I'll go in there and everything, but I'm taking one of them poon guns. <laughs> we what all guns? have poon guns. What guns? A poon gun. Poon. You know, it shoots the fucking harpoons. Jesus. Oh, Christ. okay, no, all right. Okay, shit. I was, I was like, I was like, what the fuck did you just? Say? Yeah, no. If I'm going to climb into that cage and go underwater, which, fine, I can do that, I'm taking multiple types of fucking instruments of death to be able to fight against the shark. And I want some bottled-nosed dolphins there, because apparently they beat the shit out of sharks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the Miami Dolphins. You know what? I'll take the Miami (laughs) Dolphins. They can go down there and swim around and fight the shark for me, and I will have the poon gun. Uh, Now I just want to draw... Like I'm in the middle of Wokebusters, but now I want to draw a scene where we're all underwater fighting sharks. I wish that was happening. <laughs> yeah, it could be like uh, from uh, Thunderball, but against the sharks. <laughs> Our version won't be three hours long, though. Like I love Thunderball, but that underwater scene is just it too. It is too, and, 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 and it, it, it took them like eleven days to shoot. It's just fucking ridiculous. 
that's why it's so long. They're like, we sh- we've been doing this for 11 days. We can't waste the footage at this point. <laughs> we have to include all of it. Oh, man. Well, that's crazy. I would just like to thank the crew of Thunderball for making that wonderful film. Yeah, and the inspiration of this dipshit article writer for possibly giving us a new comic book idea. Yeah, uh, Kendo versus the shark people. <laughs> oh, dude. Um, in a minute when we get to the Super Chats, there's a bunch of um, new IPs that the audience wants us to make because uh, Terminigro has more of a supporting cast. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah um, I heard. I, I heard you talk about it on the high council. I was just uh, everybody who got real surprised. I'm just like, what? Have you not heard about Terminigro? Come on now. Yeah, like we have I, our own. Like <laughs> we have all of our own stories here. Look, folks, Stealing Solo exists. It's out in the world. Wokebusters is being produced. Who knows where Terminigro, my other secret project, the stuff I'm working on, it'll all come out. It'll all be there. So I already thought of what Terminigro would look like, Dion. Um. He would be slightly inspired by you, but he would be like um, seven foot tall and have a really wide chin. Nice. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll draw it out and show you what I'm working with. I like it. Yeah. So, guys, uh, we have. Uh, I think it's time to check in with the audience again, play some games, have some fun. Uh, because we're not going to be going four or five hours tonight, folks. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. Jennifer Lawrence said this is the first podcast ever, and so we don't know what the time limits are. It's fair. That's very it's fair. Fair. Kendo, I was uh, sad you weren't here for this. Uh, our first female director of all time, Elizabeth Banks. Uh, oh, man. Well, that's You know what? She deserves that honor. And I'm looking forward to the day that Jennifer Lawrence takes that crown from her when she directs her first movie. It's going to be apparently that's how it works. Whenever Jennifer Lawrence does something, she's apparently the being the first to do anything is, you know, a it's like a traveling trophy. It can be won by somebody else because that's how it goes. Yeah, Um, yeah, it's yeah, I I, I hope I hope whenever she goes home for Christmas for a family, one of her cousins or or family members gives her shit about that comment. And she's just like, God, I can't fucking get away from this. That'd be funny. I'd like you it. think she's going back to Kentucky for the holidays? <laughs> she's bringing Kentucky to her. Oh God! I don't even. I, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> that, but... uh, that sounds like a terrible idea, Jeff. Yeah, it's gonna Bring... be a bunch of fucking trailer houses just rolling down the street on the backs of trucks. What's the difference? These are gonna be going to California because she's bringing Kentucky there. And oh, I just the... meant it's what's different from California. I mean, you got that already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to California. Because that's what I assume all Kentucky people sound like. I mean, I've only lived close to Kentucky for most of my life, and I can confirm you're 100% accurate. Okay, yeah, because I've, <laughs> I've driven through there a few times, and I've hung out there like a couple of times, and I just assume they're all backwoods hillbillies. Oh, they are. Don't worry. That's 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 the majority of the South. They're they're backwoods hillbillies. Yeah. We just we just hurt so many people, Nick. It's fine. I mean, I've lived I've lived in the South my entire life. I can say that shit. It's okay. I've learned their language. That's why I've been able to survive this long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm from I'm Missouri. They considered themselves the South, and I'll be the first one to say where I used to live, there was a fucking bunch of backwoods hillbillies. Did they ever rise again? 
<laughs> no, no, they definitely did. Which is funny because I saw more of that when I was living in northern Missouri than where I, when I was living in southern Missouri. Je- like, Jeff, 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 these are all, these are also the people who reenact a loss every year. So I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Well, it depends on what battle they pick. It's still a loss. <laughs> well, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, it was a loss. <laughs> they lost the war. I've never, I've never seen a group of people try so hard not to lose and keep losing every year. Like it's just you would like- think. <laughs> That if you're like in a reenactment group, especially something like that, you'd be like, because at least, so if you go to World War II reenactment, nobody's ever going to say, you know, I think the Germans should win this one. No, that's never going to happen. <laughs> it's always going to be like, we're going to, we want to watch the Americans win and we're going to leave it at that. But at least you would think like in the South when they're reenacting the Civil War, they'd be like, so here's what we're thinking. Okay. So let's not do Shiloh this week. Let's do Chickamauga. Oh, okay. We, we, we should get one for once, you know, just once, just once. Just give us one. It's like, okay, sure. All right, whatever. Because you would think that the audience would be divided, that some, maybe some of them do want to see the South win. Sure, there's some <laughs> of them still wish it happened. <laughs> I remember I remember that was a video I think I sent you guys where, where two, two black guys went, went to a reenactment and wanted to make it really accurate. And... Um, those people got really uncomfortable with those two black guys. It was fucking hilarious because they were Dude. playing into it hardcore. It was, it was so goddamn funny. Oh, they trolled them so hard. What? Oh my what, god. No, the funniest part was those guys were more periodically accurate looking than the black Confederate general on the horse. That's true. That's true. Because I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> you guys are mad at them. But you've got a black Confederate general riding a horse. It's because the bath states rats. <laughs> it was. I get, I get. I get that. But I mean, you can't be mad at these two dudes for dressing the way they did, saying that you know they're making a mockery of the situation when you've got a black guy that's a Confederate general sitting right there on a horse. It's like, yeah, wait a he second, was in the dude. video as well, and they called. It and out. He was telling them that they couldn't be there. Yeah, it's like, dude. <laughs> It was it was the funniest shit. I couldn't I couldn't stop laughing at it. Oh man, I love it. This does not compute. <laughs> so guys, let's get ready for some fun games of fuck Mary kill, as well as many other things in the closing out of the show. But I'm gonna read a couple of messages that are non fuck Mary kills before we start tonight's game. So TLJ Screwjob says, Mr. Cleo, would the Terminegro beat Kung Fu Klansman? So that's our new character that came up on the High Council. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Look, I, I bet you there's like eight people out there that are like, oh, I can't believe they'd ever make that. I'm unsubscribing. And then there's like eight other people that are like, I can't wait for that one to come out. That actually <laughs> sounds fucking hilarious. <laughs> Damn. I mean, there's a movie that exists called The Black Klansman. I don't know why you're mad. True. Don't know why you're mad. Yeah, you don't know what's underneath those sheets. (laughs) (laughs) It's got many a motherfucker in trouble. Yeah. Could be like a ghost. You don't know what's under there. It could be nothing. Oh, my my God. Oh, my God. Is that the joke? That should be the joke. The Kung Fu Klinsman's actually a ghost. He's actually a ghost because somebody pulls his hood off and there's, like, nothing there. So what? So what? So, so, So four kids with a dog in a van come and, like, Figure out what's happening. <laughs> I mean, we can't do that because we'll get sued, but yes, we're on the right path. <laughs> it's just going to be one never-ending narrative with us. 
<laughs> oh my god. Um, thank you. Uh, but uh, Mr. Cleo, would the Terminator beat the Kung Fu Klansman? Oh, fucking no. <laughs> the answer is yes because you would win. Yeah, yeah, Klansman's... I like that. <laughs> The Kung Fu Clan's been shit. This isn't Chuck Norris in fucking Return to the Dragon. This is uh, Steven Seagal at that karate meet with all those little fire, kids. Fire down below. Fire down below. Yeah. Fire down. Yeah. No, if that's the case, absolutely. 100% agree. Yeah, this is yeah this, this is like Michael J. White versus... <laughs> Which was actually the plot of a Steven Seagal movie that he beat up Michael J. White. Like, <laughs> Which I could never believe. I'm sorry. They have a one-on-one, and, and Steven Seagal beats Michael J. White. Could that 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 guy that guy has has been jacked from day one? Nobody could fucking beat him. I'm sorry. Exactly. Sejorjan so, says Chuck Norris is only scared of one person, Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> well, yeah, because Jennifer He's Lawrence the was the first so. ever martial artist put in a lead role. We should put out a book called Did You Know Jennifer Lawrence Did It First? And it's literally just, did you know Jennifer Lawrence invented the waffle cone at the 1914 World's Fair when they ran out of ice cream dishes? Jennifer Lawrence herself went to the back, Jeff, took a waffle. That was World's Fair in St. Louis. I, God damn you. Ten years off. Excuse, <laughs> no, Jennifer Lawrence did it in 1914. She was the first. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to go with that, even though you're besmirching the history of my native city, just because it makes Jennifer Lawrence look stupid. So, yeah, never mind. I'm, I'm on board. <laughs> there you All go. Right. There you go. Um, Adam Walford, thank you very much. WCBS versus Street Sharks coming this summer. Sure. We'll That'd win. Be fun. That'd be fun. So, it's time for some fuck, Mary kill, folks. Do your worst. Send them in. Make us laugh. Xavier to God, thank you very much. Here we go, guys. Fuck, Mary kill. Cookies, brownies, cupcakes. Go. Um, I'm marrying, brown, I'm, I'm marrying brownies. It's just going to happen. Killing cupcakes. Yeah. I'm marrying brownies, fucking cookies, killing cupcakes. Yeah, I'm taking that one. Um, yeah, I'll do the same. Xavier DeGod again, thank you very much. Fuck, Mary kill. What culture, cultaholic, and wrestle talk? Oh, um, kill Russell Talk, fuck Walt Culture, Mary Cultaholic. Um, can I just kill them all? Yeah, you get, okay. you get that once tonight. I'll say this. I'll, how about this? I'll marry what culture just because I don't find Simon Miller insufferable. But then again, I don't know if he's still doing that anymore because I haven't watched him on that channel for a really long time. I just watch his channel whenever I get a chance. You know, he's, he's, he's still he's still with what culture. Okay. Well, he he's the he of the people that are left on what culture. He's the only one I can tolerate. And even when it was the cultaholic crew, crew still on there, he was the one that I actually watched his videos, and I would just kind of watch the other ones, but. I don't know. Cultaholic puts out stuff nowadays that's just way too fucking long-winded. And it's just the same. It's it's not as bad as WrestleMania. Holy shit. That, that one is just fucking straight up trash. Do you remember Slat Rock Wrestling? No, I don't. 
they're in the hundreds of thousands, but they made a video once about like wrestling train wrecks where they made fun of like, yeah, it starts out with making Sunny because she's fat and whatever, and no one had a problem. But then it made fun of like a bunch of wrestlers that people liked, and they took down the video and it froze their channel for like years. Like no one would subscribe because of that video. I was like, God damn, Slat Rock. That was a. I was like, that was the one time I saw the internet react because somebody made too much fun of wrestlers. I was like, Jesus. So, Jeff, are you saying that people get what they fucking deserve? Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. And I guess I should press the button because sometimes. You know, that happens. You get what you fucking deserve! Uh, but, oh my gosh! <laughs> we need to, we, we really, we... Alright, listeners, there's got to be one of you with lots of time on your hands. Go back to when we first started using that button and get us a kill counter for the motorcyclist, because I heard that part when I was driving home. And let's see how many times we've We've killed that motorcyclist on this channel. Yeah, we're, we're terrible people. And then we can just have a counter going every time. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll go back, we'll retroactively add it in, and then we'll know moving forward how many times that guy dies on one-class bullshitters. <laughs> so, uh, more games of Fuck, Mary Kill from Xavier to God. IMDB, Rotten Tomatoes, Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> can we throw them all in the fire please they deserve it yeah I will marry IMDB because there was a point in time when it was fun I will kill Rotten Tomatoes because they don't offer well no I mean I, I'll fuck Rotten Tomatoes and then kill the Guardian but Guardian is good for the lulls so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, that, I, like, I like that one yeah, 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 that yeah, one I'm works, good. man. Yeah, that, that one works. That's a good one. I like that one. That one, oh, there we go. And uh, we have one, another one, from Xavier to God. Fuck Mary, kill IGN, Screen Rant, and Watch Mojo. Damn, kill Watch Mojo because they they've gotten so bad. Thank you. Kill Watch Mojo. Uh, I guess Mary uh, IGN just because it's the bigger one, and then fuck Screen Rant. I'm going to marry IGN because they their old video game archive stuff where you can look things up for game, for video games, like just their walkthroughs and stuff like that exists, and that's a great archive to have. I'm going to fuck watch Mojo because their gaming channel has some good Zelda videos that I enjoy watching, and I'm going to kill Screen Rant. I will marry... Oh, I don't want to marry any. Oh, I'll marry IGN. Oh what? The Rams just fucking scored. Holy shit, they came back? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I fucking hate the Raiders. That is funny as hell. Baker, baby. Baker! Baker, baby. Oh, no, they're not going to win with 15 seconds left, but, you know. No, they might, because if they just scored, it's, tied. it's yeah, be if, 16, they, if they make this point after kick, they'll be up oh. by one. Oh, I'm sorry. When I am when I Googled it, it said it was 16-10 still. That's why I said that. Mm. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, the, um, the last I looked at it, the Raiders had the ball fourth and one, and all they had to do was get a first down to win the game, and they couldn't even do that. <laughs> Fucking Raiders. I love it. Every year is their year. Losers. Yeah, Bunch <laughs> of degenerate fucking scumbags. Xavier to God, oh God, I will answer and say I'll marry IGN because I use that website a lot. Uh, fuck 
Screen Rant because I still use that site every once in a while. And watch Mojo. I haven't watched a video of theirs in years, so fuck them. They can go. Yeah, probably marry IGN and then, like, I don't know. Fuck Watch Mojo and kill Screen Rant. They're all shit after a certain point. Yeah, no, they're really, yeah, they're really all shit. Like, you don't have very much of a choice. So, guys, uh, we have a nice, tight episode for tonight, and I think we're going to call it. Instead of trying to go on and talk about stupid crap or make up stuff, let's just keep tonight an awesome episode, just under three hours, and um, that's it. I think that's okay. a good yeah. way, yeah, a good place uh, to put it. The yeah, audience was entertained. We we covered all of our topics, and I think uh, oh, the Rams now won the game, so it's Woo! official. Ugh. Um, I guess we should close this baby out. So is there anything else you guys would like to say before we put it to bed? Free yeah, yeah. Yeah. Every, whatever you do tonight, take time out of your day to laugh at the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, they lost their big lead. Uh, well, maybe they can go get fucked up in Vegas and have a good night, though. It's only 8 o'clock out here. They're in Los Angeles, though. Oh, shit. Maybe they can go home quickly and get the fuck out of this town. <laughs> That's what I'd do. <laughs> So, folks, thank you for watching. I'll be back on Saturday with another video. Make sure that you check out this week's content. We put out an Indiana Jones video, which is doing well. We put out uh, the Cat Katniss video, which is uh, Jennifer Lawrence's character. She's the first person ever to make a film, so good on her. And yeah. remember, folks, this was the first podcast ever in history. So mm -hmm. you've never heard one, and you know what? Only with stars. Fuck anything else. <laughs> no, in all yeah. honesty, folks. Um, oh, we have another Fuck, Mary Kill. Fuck Mary Kill, guys. Jennifer Lawrence, Natalie Portman, or Brie Larson. Oh my god. I'm we staying away from that one. <laughs> Dion, bullshit. They're all white. You have to pick. Uh, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Y'all can have that one. <laughs> nah, I think I think I think Dion's trying to prevent problems. That's why he's not gonna do it. Uh... <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't want to get in trouble tomorrow morning. <laughs> shit, yeah, you, I get no clips of that shit. <laughs> yeah, that you know, no evidence of, of him answering the question. It's like I, I, I understand, buddy. It's fine. It's fine. We, you know, you, <laughs> we get you, buddy. You, you don't want, you don't want any headaches this weekend. I get it, man. It's fine. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Gets it. Last thing you need are headaches. Oh my god. Um, let's see. I will. Um, let's see. Mary Brie Larson, obviously. <sighs> yeah, we'll go back. Oh. Man, she, um, she's your Basmati baby. That Basmati whore. Anyways, um, <sighs> Mary Jennifer Lawrence, I guess. Even though she said some dumb shit, she still is probably the better looking of the three. Um, fuck Natalie Portman because, um, yeah, because that would just feel good to just angry fuck her. And then kill Brie Larson for obvious reasons because she dropped the goddamn taco. Hmm. I will let Kendo go because I need a second. <laughs> oh. I'm going to fuck Natalie Portman because I'm not anti-Semitic. Um, <laughs> I'm going to kill Brie Larson out of process of elimination and marry Jennifer Lawrence, but I'm going to have her come out and disavow mother. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I will answer this. I guess I'm getting married to Jennifer Lawrence because 
I could not tolerate Natalie Portman or Brie Larson. And then, uh, I guess I'll marry or fuck Natalie Portman and kill Brie Larson because <laughs> we've all we've all come to the same conclusion. <laughs> it's either kill her or jump out of a helicopter. Actually, no, I know what I'll do. It's you marry Brie Larson. Or you go out and you get yourself a motorcycle. There's only one problem. You're not a very good driver. And when you drive that motorcycle, this happens. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit. Jamie, pull that video up. Oh my god, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> go ahead and hit that timer one more time. Roll that roll that odometer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's been rolled many times. What... Never mind. We'll leave it at that. You know what? I've got a better idea. So you know how we said we should count how many times we do it? We should handle it like the Goldberg streak. Like every week it's a different number. Like that right there was 148th time he's been killed on this channel. Yeah, I can't wait for the 9,347th time, which will happen next week, folks. Mm. (laughs) So guys, this is it. This has been a fun night, folks. Thank you for watching. If you're looking for more content, more things to watch, head over to the channel afterwards and check out our back catalog content. Uh, if you're looking for some other channels to check out, uh, you know you can always check out Eat Temple Queen's Place to Be Review, um, Vinny Art, he's a cool dude, and a whole lot more, folks. But uh, make sure you guys have your bell notifications turned on, share the content and all that fun stuff, and hit that thumbs up button when we go live. It helps us with YouTube. It's not for our egos. It's to fight the algorithm. So... Folks, uh, yeah, and also all, yeah, and also check out our uh, review for uh, Violent Night, Night that we did recently because it's a good movie and everybody should support it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Nick and I spend a few minutes talking about the film. It's a new modern Christmas classic. It's not your traditional Christmas film, but non-traditional Christmas doesn't mean bullshit. It just means Santa Claus meets Die Hard meets Home Alone. That ain't traditional, but it is awesome. So if you want to hear the review. Go to the channel. Check that out right now. We both highly recommend it. Yeah, we buried the lead a bit. But you want to know more about Violent Night. You want to know what it's like to watch the film. And you want to know how good David Harbour is as Santa Claus. So check it out. Now, the one thing, Nick, I'd love to do is, uh, you know how you talked about my height. And everyone thinks David Harbour's giant. It'd be nice to like go on press junkets where our whole gimmick is, oh, we got this actor. Is he taller than Jeff? And so it's like, you know... Um, First action star Jennifer Lawrence, is she taller than Jeff? And the answer is yes, because she's the world's tallest human, actually. She's the first human, and no one's taller than her. But, yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. Well, I'm looking I'm looking at David Harbour's height now, and he's 6'3", apparently, according to Wikipedia. Aha! Eat it, David Harbour. I'm taller than you are, pal. <laughs> and and, and movie s- stars are usually billed like wrestlers. They, they, they say they're taller than what they really are. I just want to meet these people and be like, man, oh my God, I met Thor and he's kind of small in person. Oh my God, I met Aquaman and he's kind of small in person. Oh man, The Rock is not as tall as they claim. I'm heartbroken. That, that's all I want, folks. I just want to, I want to, I want the, that to be a show. I'm not the world's tallest person, but we'll, we'll bill it like Je- that. Jeff Hicks, the world's biggest fan. Yeah. Yeah. Look, you believed that Shawn Michaels was actually six foot tall and could do the things they said he could do? Well, wait till you see how they book me. I am the son of Andre the Giant, and the yeah. sky's the limit because it's the only thing I can't reach. Yeah, Jeff is, Jeff is 6'10", 368. You know, me, Dion, and Nick are all somewhere around 6'4". Yeah. Well, there we go. That, that's how we should do it, too. We like we should create our own like little Wikipedia page and just like give ourselves build heights and weights like in wrestling. Deal. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm only that. five six. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> Dion can be six seven. Six uh, seven. Three oh five. Yeah, with the fro. <laughs> what is what, what is the OJ all of a sudden? What happened? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do it wrestling style. We're gonna gotcha. you know gotcha. there's build heights, which is not it's okay, so let me put it this way. It's how it works. Like Adam Cole is all of about five six, but he's billed at like five ten. Oh, okay, gotcha. So in wrestling you always had like thirty pounds and like four or five inches. <laughs> kind of like my dating profile, gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh Darian two and seven, I'll answer this question before we go. If I've ever run into a bigger wrestling fan at an event. Dion and I have been to countless wrestling events, so he knows about, you know, the levels of fandom. I will not carry a title belt at a show. I am not that big of a fan. <laughs> I'm not ready to defend that title belt. Everyone in the audience is, but not me, so I won't wear a belt. Because <laughs> you're afraid you're gonna have, you're gonna get fucking taken over and they're gonna take the belt from you? Yeah. No, bro. It's like I don't like to be on alert twenty four seven. I like to relax. So when I'm in a wrestling event, I want to chill. I want to cheer. I don't want uh thirty thousand people coming after me in my gold belt because I'm really yeah, the champion. That'd be funny as shit. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be funny as hell. Oh my god. Uh, Darian two and seven. Thank you very much for another awesome super chat. He says J Law was the first female to main event WrestleMania. Oh my god. Bro, J-Law was the first WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, WrestleMania won. The main event was Hulk Hogan versus Jennifer Lawrence. In front of 93,000 people at the Superdome. Mm-hmm. It was a wonderful okay. night. Um, thank you, though, Darian217. Xavier to God says, Who's Andre the Giant's son, Jeff or Paul White? Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, 100%. Me. <laughs> I need to shave, but yeah, me. <laughs> oh God, Papa Andre, uh, folks! If you ever want to send anything funny to the show, uh, make sure you uh, send stuff to the PO box. If you send Andre the Giant stuff, we'll make special videos just for you guys. But guys, unless we get anything else, I think that's it. Uh, I think I hear my dad, Andre the Giant, calling. Uh, no, Dad, I don't want any peanuts, but I guess I'll have some dinner. So, from all of us here at World Class Bullshitters, thank you for watching. Like I said, folks, we'll be back on Saturday with more content. But if you need more in the meantime, watch the back catalog and get ready for Wokebusters. Get a copy of Stealing Solo, and Tits and Art is on its way to me, which means it'll get processed and shipped out to you. In the meantime, be smart, be safe, be cool, but always be excellent to each other. Dot com. Hey.